0: And I know she'll be the death of me At least we'll both be numb. And she'll always get the best of me The worst is yet to come This I know Yeah, this I know She told me don't worry
1: From the Salty Dog Bar in Meredith City, the hottest spot in all of LFT 926, it's Elite Week on Radio Free,
2: Galactica Channel 07. Hello, hello, and welcome to whatever this show is anymore, man. I mean, it was Elite Week. who knows things are changing it's moving it's getting funky and weird and i'm not wearing any pants let's see how this goes this is elite week 87 no more talk just do galactic water cooler friday july 16 2021 i am your host kaizen and i am enjoying in my right hand some dragon's milk and in my left hand a brand new bottle of six and twenty from, uh, from a, a little friend who uh, is very, very good to us and has sent out the entire cast another round of bottles of liquor. So uh, everybody, everybody, this is a private message, so you're not allowed to listen right now. Project 675, thanks, bro. I got it, yeah. And with me, as always, is my
3: main man, Roy. Say hello, Roy. Happy Friday, everyone! So glad you're here with us. Uh, my package from Six and Twenty, unfortunately, has not arrived yet, so I'm uh, back to my old standby—a very cold glass of vodka. Nice, very, very nice. And uh,
2: also with us is Tweet Seventy Four. Say hello, Tweet. Hello, everybody.
4: Good to be here tonight. Hope everybody's ready for some fun. I, uh, I don't know what happened, Roy, because I got my package from 6 and 20 today, and I'm enjoying mm. some wonderful Carolina
2: cream in my coffee tonight, and it's some good stuff, got to tell you. Hell yes, and just be careful who you say that you're drinking Carolina cream. They might, you know, think it's something else. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> we also have got Wolf Dragon. Say hello, Wolf, and what you drinking?
1: Hello. Continuing with our uh, essentially sponsored uh, Accuracy debuff tonight, I also have a nice new bottle of 6-20's and 20's finest offering of the 5-Grade Bourbon.
2: Hell yes. And we have with us two lovely ladies tonight. We've got Katie Byrne. Say hello.
5: Hello, everybody. Um, tonight I am drinking just a typical vodka and coke. <clears throat> Easy, please, mm-hmm. you know.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so basically, Wolf is the, he drinks a whiskey drink, and you're the, she drinks a vodka drink.
5: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right on, right on. I dig it, I dig it. And we also have with us our special guest tonight, the lovely, the talented Lady Rain. Say hello, Lady. Hey,
6: everybody. Uh, I'm going to be the exceedingly boring one. I am drinking some Kiwi Strawberry Snapple.
2: Ah, right on, right on. That makes you the adult. <clears throat> <laughs> right? Right? True, true. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so man, do we have a lot to get to. So let's get to it. Am I seeing okay, wait. I got to stop to address this. Am I actually seeing in the chat that Hawk got banned for something? Oh, uh, no, I didn't get banned. He's been They on. just don't talk to me anymore. Yeah, guess what, bro? <laughs> Welcome Welcome to the club, my friend. <laughs> one of <or> us. <best. clears throat> <clears throat> one of us. Oh, totally one of us. <laughs> how, how dare you be honest? Um, all right. They're, they're going to come repossess your fishbowl, bro. Uh, let's, let's get this this stuff going. So uh, right off the bat, we've got... What do we have on store this week? We got uh, David Braben makes another statement. China continues to beat the drums of war. The Cassini detects methane on Enceladus and uh, hints at possible imminent activity in No Man's Sky. Also, the Star Citizen overwhelms us with all the pretty, pretty paradise in the clouds. Now, I want to make sure, because look, I I just put together, I spent the greater part of a week cutting together this sort of, what I hope is an awesome uh, reel of footage tons of it from the official Star Citizen site, tons of it from, it's like, oh, we had uh, uh, submissions from like uh, Chad Lozan, who went in the PTU wave one and took lots of great origin footage. And we have, you know, people that submitted stuff. and, And I put together this great thing, but I did not want the other two games that we cover to feel left out. So the opening song, I can't feel my face when I'm with you, can't Stop the Weekend. That's dedicated to No Man's Sky, uh, who is just, oh, so fun. So, it's just so, it's it's like I said, it's Christina Hendricks. It's just all of the win. Um, the closing song, uh Keriste Til Du a more is dedicated to Pumple Moose. And yes, I tripped all over the fucking uh, pronunciation of that. I actually speak, semi-passable french when i'm sober which i am nowhere near at the moment so anyways that one's dedicated to elite dangerous oh wow we're gonna we got a good show for you so uh let's go
3: ahead and get this started if you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals check us out on youtube at youtube.com forward slash elite week and on twitch at twitch.tv forward if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch and would like to know how to catch us on our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash
4: For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com.
3: Our very active and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Discord, where you can check out or contribute to community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real-time updates about Elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the Discord community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments anything about the topic of the week, as well as anything else you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're enjoying the show on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. On Twitch, a follow would be much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, feel free to follow at EliteWeek3306 for news and information about Elite Dangerous and cool sci-fi and space news.
4: We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 a.m. UTC. So come and join in on the fun.
3: If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into.
4: We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show.
3: You're listening to Elite Week.
2: This is Burger Ed. Subscribe if you want. Who fucking cares? Subscribe if you want. Who fucking cares? Alright, so let's get to this. Right off the bat, we're going to start with our Elite Week show segment. Let's go around the crew and see what everyone's doing in the game, what they're enjoying, uh, you know, what's going on with them. Uh, Let's mix it up. Let's start with our lovely guest, Rain. What have you been doing this week in in video games, in uh, sort of uh, all of the space games, or any other games, really?
6: Um, Well, I I have been cheating a little bit on Star Citizen by playing (gasps) Final Fantasy XIV. Hopefully everyone forgives me. It's a good Um, game. (laughs) It is a good game. But in in space I have been dedicating most of my time to Star Citizen and flying with Katie and um some people from the Skunkworks crew and stuff like that and having an absolute freaking blast. This uh old Star Citizen vet needed some people to, to hang out with and, and play with. It's been great.
2: Hell yeah. We need to set up a play date. You and me. We're doing it. We're gonna Agreed. we're gonna we're gonna bounty hunt or or i don't know we're gonna do something we're gonna do something fun it'll be it'll be good time hell yeah and as far as like you you were like i've been cheating a little bit on star citizen i've been playing final fantasy 14 we're gonna get to this in the star citizen section i honestly don't think that anyone should main game star citizen long term right now because of where it's at in the testing phase or whatever you should for sure main game it when you first jump in because you've got months of fun amazing new shit to get to but then you know the the fact that it's an alpha and there's bug testing and they're working on stuff and it's gonna start to get to you and you don't want to um you know you don't want to get negative about it it's a it's an amazing game but what i've heard given advice from many people thus far and it's great advice from the old-timers where they say, hey, look, enjoy Star Citizen, play Star Citizen, and know that it's going to be the greatest game in the history of mankind when it's done. But for now, enjoy it here and there a little bit, but have something else to do, whether it's no Man's Sky or Final Fantasy 14 or Elite or any other whatever so that you don't burn yourself out on the testing. Because part of what this is is enjoying the amazing shit that they give you in in Star Citizen. It is going to be the greatest thing ever when it's done. But part of what this is, what you're agreeing to when you sort of sign on to play each day is, hey, I'm gonna help test. I'm gonna help give my input. I'm gonna help shape this and make this an amazing thing. And sometimes, you know, that's a little bit of work. And sometimes you're great with that. And sometimes you're like, "Ah, I just wanna play no, Man's Sky, because it's a finished game and it's easy, or I just want to play Final Fantasy fourteen because it's a finished game and it's easy, you know? So don't feel bad about that at all. But that doesn't in any way take away your love for Star Citizen, I'm sure. No, not at all. Absolutely. I'm,
6: I've been with the project since the Kickstarter,
2: so. Hell yes. How about we jump over to our other lovely lady and say, Katie, what you been doing this week?
5: This week I have also been playing Star Citizen pretty much <laughs> ex- exclusively and also I want to say a big thank you to Rain. She is just a fountain of knowledge. She's been flying with us at Skunkworks, um, taking us out mining. So there was a video of me mining with her in the prospector. We also went on a trip in the Mole, which is like a multi-crew mining ship with multiple arms and she was coordinating us and telling us what to do. It was outstanding. Um it's just been a it's been a very very intensive and enjoyable week of star citizen and regarding the uh the the comments you just made i i, I agree only in the in the sense that there isn't much of a progression in star citizen at the moment but if you're new to star citizen i'm very much still in the honeymoon phase with that oh game, yeah and i am just in love with it honestly i am just oh yeah the moon with it so,
2: so and, i mean i've been playing it for like a year or so so like you get to the point like for sure for the first several months it's just like you're you're fiending it like like uh, like an addict you're just like i want to i want more 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 and and that's great and maybe i mean who, who am i to say like what your speed is the only thing i'm saying is as you said so well in one of your videos you were like look You have to be able to just look at some of this stuff and go, okay, that's weird and glitchy. It's alpha. It'll, it'll, you know, they'll get it worked out. Yeah, And and so the only thing I'm saying is never push yourself to the point with star citizen where you start to resent it. Just take a little break, go play something else. And eventually, you know, we all know that siren call will, will bring you back. Yeah, It's just so good. It's just so
5: good. I would I, I 100% agree with you Anna, And and as a result of that sentiment I have been playing nothing but Star Citizen this week yeah. I'm living every moment I, I want to make more time for No Man's Sky Because I started to play last week And I, I loved what I experienced In the first 10-20 minutes of it mm. I've, just got to make the more, I've just got to make more time to do it um, But now it's been 100% Star Citizen for me this week
2: absolutely all right and 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 we're gonna help you because there's some stuff coming we'll talk about it in no man's sky there's some stuff coming very very soon katie i'm gonna take you by the hand and guide you through being a I traveler would, i got you i
5: would will very much look forward to that right on right on
2: look at that i got two hot dates in the first two people maybe are maybe i'm gonna get lucky with roy let's see hey roy <laughs> what have you been doing this week
3: uh well i i too have been enraptured by the siren song of star citizen oh, i thought you were um, gonna say me oh okay <laughs> no i have another another guy i hang out with in game uh commander adaxius we had some fun over the weekend uh doing the mining thing trying out um bro trying out a rock you're cheating rock. on me with your elite husband wow pretty much <laughs> and uh and, and and uh there's a pattern developing you know last week uh The week before I shot him in the back, uh, this week I ran him over with the rock. So uh, that was interesting. Uh, But we had fun figuring out the mechanics of of surface mining. I think we're going to probably try a prospector next, uh, something like that. I also have been working my way up through the ranks and the bounty hunter uh, progression. I got my first... um, They they do a thing where there's like a subject... uh, Was it suspect apprehension certificate as you're Uh working your way up early on and you have to go take out someone who's gotten a crime stat in game Mm -hmm. and it's a real player and it's the first time you sort of graduate from taking out npcs to players and i managed to do that over the weekend so that was interesting um so now i've opened up a whole new echelon of difficulty i'm going after very high risk targets and uh i don't know it's it's fun it's it's i think it's you know there aren't a lot of fully fleshed out progression loops in the game uh this is one of them, to some extent, since they've introduced the reputation system, I'm not sure how far it goes. Uh, but I'm still in it, and it's still a lot of fun. I'm I'm loving my Asperia Talon. I've outfitted it with uh, two class four fixed weapons, and um, I sort of made a commitment in this game that was different from from uh, Elite, where I'm I'm going to be doing their equivalent of FA off pretty much all the time. So uncoupled, both. Yeah, uncoupled mode. See, I am such so. a
2: noob with with FA Off that when Katie was like, is there FA Off for real in Star Citizen? I was like, yeah, yeah. there is uncoupled mode. And then I saw yeah. her videos where she's like, well, technically, yeah. actually, that's transitional FA Off, but not rotational. And I was like, yeah. wow, I don't even know what the shit that is. Well, yeah, you so
3: slide, but you don't spin forever. So Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. And the problem is, is that like so with with full flight assist stuff, so that's where so with the mini with, with classes, you have translational FAF, which is where if you thrust in a direction, you'll keep moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have rotational FA off where if you rotate if you if you start yep. a rotation, it will just continuously rotate. And that kind of um control is it's almost like it, when you first start doing it, it's almost like you have no control whatsoever. It's like you, you cannot make it do what you want it to do. When you've learned to do it, going back to having like, to have to move the stick every time you want an adjustment to be made is very, very awkward. Once you've learned how to control something in proper flight stuff, it's really, really hard to go back to, to something that isn't that. Mm-hmm. Um I'm adjusting to it though. I'm getting, I'm getting more used to the the, um, the star citizen method of aiming, if you will,
3: mm, and yeah.
5: I do like it. You know, I do. it is grown on me considerably. Okay. Yeah,
3: it's it's definitely a different <clears throat> muscle memory. Um, it. I'll say this: it's equally punishing if you if you're in an <laughs> asteroid field and you're not paying attention, you can totally. Screw yourself up! Oh uh, with that's translation, many times. translational uh, off. I love that there's a telltale on your HUD showing which what your velocity vector is. That's something that's not in Elite, but I wish it was. Um, uh, it's so you proper. get it. Yeah, it's like it's I, I you know it's it's what I remember from playing <laughs> flight sims way before playing Elite. Is there's a telltale that shows where you're actually heading, not just where your nose is pointing. So no rain. Anyway, rain, hop in. I don't I don't want you to feel
2: reluctant.
6: I was just going to say it's a proper prograde and retrograde marker too. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, which I thought it is really, really, really nice that we don't have that in
2: Elite. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yep, yep. So that's me. <clears throat>
2: okay, all right. And speaking of, because you said, you know, in the asteroid fields or whatever, I saw a little video uh, this week that should be entitled uh, Two Girls, One Asteroid, where uh, uh, Rain and, <laughs> uh, and uh, Katie... EVA'd to go hand mine some uh, what was it like head night or whatever off of the side of a rock before they went back into the ship and then cracked it. That's good stuff, man. Like for so many elite dangerous players, when you tell them like, oh yeah, you can EVA, you can go out like okay. DJ Wiley especially, who's always been saying, when is elite gonna add asteroids and whatever? Cause I wanna, dude. DJ. These two ladies hopped out, floated over in their little jetpacks, EVA'd over, and, like, cracked some rocks with their hand tools. Shit is legit. And Wolf, what'd you do this I have, week,
1: bro? I have been incredibly boring this week. Um, I played Elite a little bit, did some tritium mining because I needed something relaxing after spending the majority of my non-working hours... Wrangling the Discord for everyone to use it a bit better. Uh, More on that later. Um, And spending way too many hours outside in 100-degree weather with no rain and stupid high humidity in the swamp working on my truck.
2: We all appreciate you for all of that Discord work, brother. And I saved the best for last. Tweaked, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your continuing journey on your way to Star Citizenship?
4: Well, yeah, I I haven't been playing Star Citizen this week yet, but I'd like to take this moment to thank everybody in the Elite Week community, everybody in the Star Citizen community, all of my friends, whoever, all of those anonymous donors were, you crazy, crazy people donated almost $2,600. And I officially placed an order for my PC, the headset, the chair, everything I needed, VR is on its way, and I will be in-game in Star Citizen within weeks now. And I, I just, I am beyond thankful, I am so humbled, I don't even know how to say it, but you guys are the best And I couldn't thank you enough for for that at all. It's absolutely amazing. My wife is humbled. I'm humbled. This has just been an amazing experience. And I can't wait to get in, play some Star Citizen with everybody and start telling you all what I really think about it.
2: Dude, you, you told us the other night about like your wife posted a thing on Facebook where she was like, okay, my husband does this weird radio show for space nerds. And those people bought him a computer. What the hell? Thank you so much like that's so <laughs> yep. sweet. It was very, very endearing the way you explained it all. It was i just wanna like say thank you to everybody that was so kind to tweak and like you guys are just you're awesome you're you're good people, and I kind of dig you um all right. But I can say, Go ahead. That I've been doing
4: in-game uh-huh. in-game this, this week. I finished up Mass Effect 2 Legendary mm-hmm. Edition because, honestly, I really haven't been feeling much Elite. Okay. And that was a great time, so I plan on starting Mass Effect 3 at some point. But Elite did happen to get its hooks in me and pull me back in. As okay. some small upstart squadron decided it wanted to t- try to take over one of Opix's systems. So... They started an election for control. So I went to their home system and they're going to wake up to some surprising BGS results tomorrow morning. So just when you think you're done, you're right back in it. So,
2: Nice. Well, that takes us to.
1: It's the Dark Will Update. The Dark Will Update. Take it away, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. So looking at the BGS for the Dark Wheel, Frolock is most likely going to be the next system that the Dark Wheel expands from with 74.5% today. So if we can get some people to go over there and do some goodness mission-wise, trade profits, cardo data the system at the station we own, we'll probably pop from there next. Uh, otherwise, we are well and truly into uh, the current phase of the project, which is gonna be a bit of system maintenance just to keep the status quo where we need to. And wherever wants to go high, we push high, we do an expansion, wherever we land, we'd be good neighbors and everyone's happy. Hell yes.
2: whoo that takes us to, uh, I wanna say a huge salute to, um, hold on one second. Lady Rain, please hop in. Oh, me? Yes, uh, you had a thing that I just saw now because I've been drinking a lot. About oh. the reminding people on the quarterly patch.
6: Yeah, you, you. everyone was talking about you know getting burnout and things like that. Just remember, since 3.0, we have a patch every three months with yep. new content. New vehicles, new gameplay stuff. It's totally viable. This is what I've been doing play the patch for a few weeks, come back when the next one drops. Totally viable. Like don't feel like you have to just like main the game unless of course you're in that honeymoon phase and then definitely do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the most of the people in our chat that is talking to us, there are people that are coming from elite. So it's just like I landed here and like what the hell there's trees and there's snow and it's blowing in my face and there's a guy and I shot him and there's a thing and it's whatever and I'm walking around in my ship and so like I think the vast majority of elite refugees are going to play nothing but star citizen as many hours a day as they can get it for like several months, but you will get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm caught up. And when you get to that point, play no man's Sky, play elite, play final fantasy 14, play, deliver us the moon, play whatever the hell you want. But like, Make a date with friends like, hey, me, Joe, Mike, and Cindy are going to go hop into a mole. Which, by the way, unless I'm mistaken, that stands for multiple or laser extractor. We're going to hop in a mole and we're going to go, whatever. We're going to make a play date. We're going to have fun. Or I'm going to go just do a thing here and test out this new whatever. But, like, you... Play it whenever you want, just so long as it brings you joy. And the second that it doesn't, because of either A, you've seen all the things that there are to see, or B, there's weird bugs and glitches and whatever because it's in alpha, and that's to be expected, or C, just because whatever, because you really would rather play Mario Kart or whatever it is this, at this exact moment. The main thing to keep in mind is this is the long haul. This is the dream for the future. This is the thing. When you're making a quadruple A game, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a decade. And when you're going to spend the next, you know, I honestly, I, I'm just talking out my ass and what do I know? But I don't think Star Citizen's is going to release release like fully done until around like 2025. And then I think it's going to, I think Chris Roberts is, because he loves the project and is dedicated to it, he's going to spend the next 10 years just still cranking out stuff to like expand it and whatever. I think that this is the oasis. I think that this is the, the Shangri La. This is the absolute gamer paradise when it's done. And if it's a situation where just at this exact moment, it's not giving you joy because of small whatever. Okay, no problem. Go do something else, but come back to it because you love it and when it's done, oh my god, it's going to be the perfection. Uh Lady Rain, multi multi-operator laser. See? That's why you're here cuz you're way smarter than me. Katie, you had a reason? Okay, so um I agree with you. If you're not
5: I would say if you're not a combat-oriented player, then your reasoning is sound, but I would argue that um, so w- within the AX community of Elite, we go back to play the mm-hmm. same gameplay over and over because it offers a specific type of challenge. And I have found an instance of, Darko- uh, an instance of Star Citizen gameplay that kind of mirrors the, the gameplay that we experience when doing AX in Elite. And also, uh an instance of gameplay in Star Citizen that is truly unique and absolutely incredible. Roy touched upon it. So um hunting other players in Star mm. Citizen requires you to first do a certification kill, mm-hmm. to uh which is basically killing another player who is who is wanted. Um to, to then be able to take on player bounties within the game. And taking on player bounties is an entirely unique experience where you may, you may take that bounty on and, and they're in the, in the planetary system you're in, so you can just travel to them and fight them. Or they could be in another planetary system and traveling between planets. So it will just say they were last seen here and how long ago they were seen. And they're traveling somewhere. You may have to chase them over several planets before mm-hmm. you catch them. You may catch them in a ground installation where you have to leave your ship and go into the installation and hunt them down. Uh, I've had something i've been I've been exclusively hunting players the past few days and I have had some incredible experiences with tracking them and then waiting in orbit above the planet, looking down at the city which I can see like New Babbage for example, and I can see when they are for example riding the train back to the spaceport and I know mm-hmm. they're about to take off and I'm waiting for them in orbit um it's it's outstanding even if you don't even if you don't catch them even if they get away. It's outstanding. Yeah. Um, that and also taking on the, the larger bounties, so hammerheads, for example. If you're in a fighter and doing that, the technique that we use in Thargoid hunting, the orbiting technique, it works flawlessly against those large ships. It's, it's so much. It's so reminiscent of fighting Thargoids in Elite. I was really surprised by it.
2: Let me just make one caveat emptor there. You're absolutely right in 3.131. In 3.14, they just did a massive rebalance of all combat stuff. And when they did that, one of the things they specifically called out is we do not want the big massive ships to be killable by the little super agile ships. So,
7: I mean, it's going to be...
2: That doesn't negate what you're saying, that it's awesome stuff. I'm just saying... We need to be very, very clear to people that are listening to this two weeks from now when theoretically maybe it's available for them that, like, you're talking about the state of the game in 3.131, and that's absolutely... What you're saying is absolutely true. Also, just I will say for the record, because I've done combat, but I've also done mining. Mining already. Yes, Star Citizen is not a game that is done yet. It is an alpha. It is not done. But mining already just with what they have in the alpha and there is more coming cuz they they did a phenomenal talk with uh there's that one guy that he looks like uh he looks like Evil Euro dude, but oh my god, he's so awesome. He uh talked about more stuff that they're going to add to mining, but the stuff that is already in in mining blows the hell out of elite and other other games where it's like you can hand mine in caves you can drive around in mine in the rock there's the rock two-seater which i'm gonna be completely honest with you guys because i'm not a shell i tell the truth the rock two-seater in star citizen is dog shit right now but it's a thing that costs more than the rock one-seater so i fully expect that they will over time figure something out and make it worthwhile and make it good cuz like duh yeah you're going to for sure do that but like <clears throat> you you can mine on foot in caves you can mine on a rock on the planet side you can mine on a rock in caves you can mine eva like flying around just in in space from your hand you can mine in in a mist prospector Uh, on the ground like on on rocks that are on the ground that you scan you can mine in a misprospector on rocks that you find out in a lagrange cloud or an aaron's halo or whatever you can mine in a mole there is the mining in star citizen right now as a half done game legitimately is 10 times better than the mining in elite will be if they continue with that game for another 20 years it's just so much more stuff um. Okay, we got to keep going with the lead news, though. Sorry. Um, <laughs> did I do the thing about the Rook Platoon? I didn't. I just did. We did Dart wheel update. Rook Platoon expedition to the Australis Ferris Wheel area of the galaxy. Rook Platoon explores the Down Under because they're heading to the southeast quadrant of the galaxy. It's an expedition for both Horizon and Odyssey modes, looking to do a comprehensive study of exobiology. It starts on July 18th and it goes till August 14th. We have in the show notes the EDSM link for you and the Discord link to their Discord. Go and join these guys. I want right now, let's be honest. It's hard to be an elite player and find something to be like happy and excited about. Yeah, oh, sorry. I'm just reading the notes here and don't forget Refinery. Absolutely, the Forge refineries are amazing, and with all of the different, like, oh, they offer you like eight different ways to refine your stuff, and it's like, this one takes longer, but it pays better, this one gives you more refined, it's just so intricate gameplay, it is, chef's kiss, Um, but back to the Rook platoon, these guys are doing a very cool thing in Odyssey and Horizons mode. we've got a link to their discord we've got a link to their uh, EDSM post their uh, elite dangerous star map post. you right now it's so hard to find something in elite to like be positive about. this is a positive, cool, awesome thing where you can get together with other commanders and enjoy yourselves and be happy and not sort of focus on the negative. So like, I just go go do that if you want to be an elite commander having fun in elite. Also, next up, uh, there's a Hoon event that's being put on by Newton's Gambit. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I worked like a stupid amount of hours today and I didn't have time to get all the art assets in. I'm gonna pull this asset from the website and I'm just gonna pull it up on the screen for you Uh, give me one second show episode links this is so stupid because I worked too many hours today here we go art assets assets We'll edit this out of the podcast part, because I'm doing the editing now. There we go. I want to put this up for you guys to see. Reaper, second screen. is the second screen window, monitor two here we go so there it is there's a hoon event uh it's going to be saturday the 17th of july from 7 p.m utc 8 p.m british standard time or summertime yeah Uh, The location is Echolus 8A there's going to be two parts there's going to be the mass zen unboosted hoon and the part 2 which is the full throttle boosted hoon it's going to be a good time basically the guys from Newton's Gambit uh, as it was explained to me they're kind of doing a sort of a last hurrah they're like some people are quitting the game also at the same time we don't know if and when we're going to lose uh, Horizons mode. Obviously, this statement was sort of made before the David Braben statement, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So we want to do a big sort of last raw event. We're going to get a bunch of people together, including luminaries that have quit the game, like Sanderling, and sort of other people that have... Some are moving on, some are whatever. We're going to get together. We're going to do a mass hoon event. So this happens tomorrow... At 7 p.m. UTC. I have a link in the show notes to their Discord. You can go. You can... You know, hoon around. Have fun with some awesome superstars. Like the the giants of the game. If you're an elite player, I don't care if you've never hooned before. You're just an idiot. If you don't go, join this Discord, see this event, and like watch. This is like the opportunity to watch like the the what is it the 1991 bulls you know the chicago bulls play at like the height of the game or 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 or, or like the lakers back when they had just bought everybody that was good and i hate the lakers but you got to give them credit like they had the dream team uh, they didn't buy everybody not back in the day you couldn't do that back then <laughs> well I'm talking about Shaq and Kobe, but all right, uh, that, I go further back <clears> than that. So, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 whatever. But anyways, um, join this event tomorrow, go to the discord, which is linked in the show notes. And I'm, I'm putting the link in the, what do you call it? YouTube, please. Roy put it in the Twitch as well. Um, oh, crap. Now I got to figure out how to turn that off go if we do this and then this and then this okay so yeah go and join that and have fun it 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 is legit you will have a great uh time there um Next up, uh, unfortunately, I have to report Sagittarius Eye Magazine is going on indefinite hiatus. They have had some issues, personnel-wise, whatever, and so they're going to take a little break. They'll maybe be back at some point. It's um, sad. It is. It's. It's. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't even know what to say about a point yes it is sad you're right um next up oh so they're putting out their they have one more episode that's in the can that's already done so that's going out and uh it'll be out like in a week or so so after that we've got a rash of streamers content creators continuing to sort of distance themselves from frontier uh obsidian ant is now doing you know, streams saying, check out Eve. And, you know, he did a stream like a week ago or two saying like, you know, is Elite dying? Uh, Buana, Buana did a stream, two videos actually, uh, that were like, oh, this is just hot garbage. Like the first one was, I think it might be too late for Elite to pull this out. And then the second one was after David Braben made his post and it was kind of like, yeah, so what? I don't believe you at this point. And it was like, ooh, ow. He was like, yeah, I packed up my verples and stuff. I packed up my sticks and put them away. And I'm playing, you know, this game and that game. And it is what it is. And it's like, ouch. Um, You know, Black Maze is making a series of of videos now called Why Play Elite? Where he's basically saying, oh, I jumped into Star Citizen because Elite screwed me over. And holy shit, I had no clue it was this good. And why would I ever, ever go back even if they fix it? Yikes. Um, Hell, even Burr's Witch Space News today was fairly critical of Frontier. And I feel like he was their last soldier that was hanging in there. I'm like, oof. I don't Um, um, Yeah, it's... I don't know. The live streams uh, have had a lot of controversy lately. First off, they're unlike. They're getting like two to three unlikes for every like that they get at this point, and they're continuing to ban people that say things that whatever they don't like. Um, even there was a whole controversy earlier in the week where, like, oh, Obsidian it called them out for this, that, and the other, and it turned out it was not Obsidian it; it was like an Obsidian Ant imposter. It did not have the check mark, but like. The fact that people legitimately believed it for a bit, I think is very sort of telling of where we're at with Frontier at this point. Uh, And that takes us to the Salt Zone. Um, You guys know what the Salt Zone is. Everybody in the cast, now's your time. Put it on the list. I see Rain has a, uh, a thing on the list. Go ahead, Rain, take it away.
6: Well, as most of the people on the cast know, um, I've been a professional in the games industry for almost 10 years now. I'm a community manager, uh, communications director, community media relations. And um, I'm probably going to get blacklisted for this, not that it matters. I applied for Frontier many years ago and was was denied. Um, I have massive issues with uh, their community team. Um, And I am tired of people giving that community team a um, ration of excuses for their behavior, for their unprofessionalism, uh, for the way that they speak to the, to the player base, for uh, using um, "quote unquote" toxic people as an excuse um, to then, you know, bring the band hammer down, and and like, you know, when they when when Arthur put that post out about this is what we're going to be doing to ban people because these these people are being mean to us. I was sitting there thinking. Dude, I'm an openly transgender person on the internet. Like, you have no idea the things that I've dealt with, the death threats and, and, and the slurs and stuff. I I promise you it's probably not even that bad. And I still did my job without blaming the rest of the community for the people that were attacking me. And just this sheer lack of professionalism, the the disrespect of the community, the... Using those people that are really angry, and and again, I'll say the same thing that you know. I watched the show last week. I'll say the same thing that was said there. If you are doing any of that stuff, that you're threatening people, or you're hurling slurs at people, or you're attacking people, or whatever, you are a bad person. I'm sorry. Grow up and stop it. I get better immaturity out of my nine year old daughter, right? Just knock it the hell off, right? That is out of line. However, comma. What they're doing now with their community management to me as a CM with four games behind me is just downright disgusting. It makes CMs look bad. And this is where I want to shout out Disco Lando, right? For oh, the God. citizen team, right? Disco Lando is so good at his job. Yes. So, you know, Jared Huckabee, right? We we love the SC team and they love us. And that's the difference, right, is we feel loved when we get, you know, all these forum posts and the Roadmap Roundup and the Studio Report and Letter from the Chairman. And then we get, you know, they just posted an hour-long video today of a a lighting dev showing how they go about lighting and the editor and stuff like that. And, and, you know, Tony Z's video on Quanta and things like that. They (sighs) give us so much information, Mm -hmm. which annoys me as a star citizen veteran that there's been so much lies and disinformation and misinformation about star citizen when it's been frontier who's been legitimately lying to their player base and, and not communicating with you at all. And I, and I hate to monologue about this, but this is the one thing that I really wanted to to harp on is like as a CM to another CM team, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? This is what we call being community managers and developers in, in in loving our without them there's no us what are you you don't get that without us making the game they don't have a game to play but without them playing and paying for it there is no job for us disco you know
2: this disco uh, no i'm sorry i i, I hopped it on you but disco lando asks the devs hard questions he literally on his own does what the frontier community manager team is Banning people for... Well, actually, no. It's their volunteer mods. It's not even them that's doing it. It's their volunteer mods. Because... Like, I agree. I think Art is right with his post. If you threaten one of their employees... Like, the post, if you go back and reread the post, it says... If you threaten a specific employee or harass a specific employee... That is 100% a thing we will not tolerate and we will ban you. I agree to that. He's right. They should ban those people. However, what we're seeing is Tweaked asking a question in their Twitch chat saying, Hey, you guys said you were going to give us details on the issue tracker, details on uh, 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 um, features, Details on uh, uh, specifically on console release and a actual developer live stream. And we've gotten none of that. And that was supposed to happen at the end of June. Why do we not have that yet? And for that, he gets banned. Now, he did not name a person, so he didn't specifically harass anyone. Again, he did not name a person. Or make a threat so he did not specifically threaten anyone and yet they ban him I have seen many other people that have been banned who did not make a threat did not curse did not harass they literally were just saying hey when are we gonna get this feature you promised that's not a threat against a person That's not a harass against a person. That is a polite posing of a question of, you promised A, you delivered B, please explain. Now that is not harassment or threatening. That is completely valid questioning by a customer base who have been lied to. Consistently i think you had something you wanted to add to this well yeah i'm still banned
4: for anybody that was asking i i I popped in on thursday to check see if it was banned and it's just not good the situation is terrible and 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 the constant lying and i don't even know where to begin with this it's there's no way this is the the way they thought this was going to go but but yet they keep on acting like there's nothing wrong. And then we had this post that came out. We're going to get into the David Braben post, I believe. We're going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know what? That's but wait, I'll wait, really...
2: wait, wait. Actually, this is the salt zone. Just for this one week, if you're okay with it, tweak. Let's con. Let's collapse the salt zone and the console corner into sort of one area because i think you have a valid beef on both things let's just just get it all out now all right sounds
4: good sounds like a plan uh okay so on the tail end of that david braben thing what it came down to was an indefinite delay for odyssey to the console which yes we read between the lines A lot of us knew it was going to be delayed again, which will be by my count, the fourth, maybe fifth time it's been delayed coming to console tweet.
2: Let me, I'm sorry. Uh, I hate to be that asshole, but let me interrupt for one second to say, did we not last week or two weeks ago have a thing where when they posted their developer live stream, that turned out to be a community manager forum post. And they said something that made us, it it was completely obvious to us that what they were saying is, oh, um, consoles are going to be massively delayed, but we're not officially saying that yet, but we're saying that in a way that anyone with any common sense who reads what we're saying is going to know that that's what we're saying wink wink and then yeah. i shit you not that same thursday bruce Garrido came on the stream and said no 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 consoles are absolutely on schedule to release in the fall and you said Man. you Man, said we'll to me
4: beta even
2: yeah you said to me consoles are going to release in the fall according to what bruce said and i said dude they've lied to you 15 times in a row how many times does it take before you catch the hint and you were like no i know but like that's what they're saying officially and then so what what david braben said like let's be honest david braben's post only said a couple of things for sure the first thing it said is We lied to you last week when we told you we didn't know we were going to delay consoles because we totally knew we were going to delay consoles because it was obvious to anyone we're going to delay consoles. And two, there's going to be a patch six. We're not telling you what's in it. And three, maybe we will tell you about more features in the future. Maybe, question mark. Even though my boy... Honest R told you you were going to get features specifically detailed by the end of June, and you didn't get them. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Tweak, I'm going to let you go back to saying what you were saying, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. No, absolutely. Bruce
4: came right out and said, no, 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 no. last Thursday it's on schedule, which I didn't believe him. I knew we were reading between the lines and there was more to the story. But then this post comes out and consoles are delayed indefinitely. And, okay, I will say, probably, the grand scheme of things, what's best for Elite is probably to fix Odyssey. To get it right on PC now. Although, I will still contend, in order to get it on console, you're going to have to optimize the living shit out of it, which would help it on PC. So, that would help in turn. It's a give-and-take kind of thing. That being said, so now console players are once again delayed this will be about a two-year delay at least from the time it was it was supposed to be out before last christmas now we're probably looking at sometime 2022 ish so
2: best case scenario honestly best case scenario you get it for end of summer 2022 realistically i think you get it somewhere between christmas 2022 and q1 2023
4: just my I agree just saying I agree and you want to know what has happened on console since that release everybody got the fuck out
2: for real ever tweaked you dropped out tweak you've been on for more than an hour on your phone when you get a computer in three weeks you'll be good <laughs> drop <laughs> drop discord and come answer back in the phone yep drop disc- right now on a
5: PC Master
2: Race. Hey, he'll be here in three weeks, people. Sorry. There he is. He's back. All right, go ahead, tweak. Can you hear me now? You hear yeah. you just fine, five by five. Where's Start it? from the beginning, though, because we didn't hear anything until now.
4: That's weird. That's the first time that's happened in a long, long time. Uh, now, I was going to say, uh, since that post came out, everybody has dropped off of the game. On my comms panel, on a f- 9 o'clock on a Friday night, I would normally have 25, 30 people playing this game. Right now, there's two people on my comms panel. Look at my friends list, where I'd probably have 45, 50, 70 people. There's two people playing Elite Dangerous right now. That is unheard of. I went to the CG last night, or the night before. I can't remember which. But I went to the CG, which normally you go to a CG system, and the system chat is hopping. You see PvP happening. You see players going around. It was quiet as a mouse in that system. There is nobody playing on console anymore. Very, very, very few people. I'm assuming it's going to be the same way on PlayStation. I have, in my 4,000 hours, four-plus years on Xbox, I have never seen the community this quiet before, ever. And we're expected to play the same game that we've had for years. Mm. And to this point, since I started playing Elite Dangerous, the, the, the crate was already in the game. So since I started playing, we got fleet carriers. They took away Galnet. They took away the CGs. They added Galnet. They added the CGs, and they balanced bounty hunting. That's all the new content I've seen added to Elite Dangerous since I've been playing it for a live
2: game. They, is- haven't, they haven't added a single ship in well over two years. The last two ships they added were the Crate Phantom and the Mamba... Together. Yep. And that was well over two years and that ago.
4: That was long ago, yeah. Absolutely. Just want to
2: call out two things in the chat. Hawks Gaming is saying, ain't got enough patience to wait that long for gameplay. And Stuart GT of the Elite Subreddit is saying, Drop that last gen and just release on current gen. Job done. And yet Stuart, I know you've been a little chivalrous hearted white knight for frontier on a certain amount of things. And yet they ain't doing it, bro. They ain't
4: doing it, but they maybe should, but we haven't got any new content. We're not going to get any new content for the foreseeable future, a long, long time. And people are bored. People like myself that have done pretty much everything in the game. The vets of, of the game are gone. We've all gone to different games. And I don't see them coming back with what Odyssey is. Even if they get it working and they release it to console with what it is now, that's not enough to bring people back. This is a bad situation. It's so bad. I wish FDev, FDev, if you're listening, please, for the love of God, do right by console players that are thinking about upgrading to the Series X or debating a PC and offer a full account transfer to PC because at the very least we could get the new features with odyssey and everything there this is absolutely insane to expect your your communities on playstation and xbox and i know it's not as large of a community as what you have on pc but there's a lot of players there this was a very loved game a lot of devoted commanders and we've just been beat over the head too many times and we've all started to go to other places and it's 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 sad to see the the community is gone it's broken
2: you uh, you muted. Dunkel Aura, the official moderator of the Down to Earth Astronomy Chat, in my humble opinion, the grind on foot is way too much. We are elite players. We are used to grind. Like Yeah, but like if you're if elite players are saying it's too much. Oof. Yikes. Um Alright. Since we're in the salt zone, and I think... Does that cover your... Because I don't want to hop in on your thing, man. Do you want to... Is there anything else you want to add, uh, Tweet? No,
4: no. I think I think that pretty much covers it until we get to the Braben thing. I think that might as well be included in the salt zone, quite honestly. But I think do Katie we... had something she wanted to say. All
2: right. Let Katie do her thing, and then you come back and do your salt zone thing. Go for it. Okay.
5: I, before I begin my... Uh, Inputs. So I want to say to speak very quickly. I, don't, I can't understand why there isn't shared accounts between console and PC. Like, why can't you? Why is it if you suddenly start playing on PC, you don't have your Commando account from console? I don't. That makes no sense to me at all. Like, that That should 100% be a thing.
2: They but, have it in Final Fantasy 14. They have it in various other games. I think yeah. they have
5: it in No Man's Sky, right? They, they have do. it. With, they do. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. So, I personally think that get frontier have um they, they, there was there is amazing gameplay in elite dangerous there is a there is unparalleled gameplay in elite dangerous. They need to have the confidence in that gameplay to get rid of the grind, get rid of it completely i'm I'm not even talking about half measure I'm tired of suggesting things like material trading and half <laughs> measures where it would reduce the grind, get rid of the grind elite dangerous should be should be a sandbox not
2: a not a grind no i I want to i want to point something out real quick and then i'll let you continue
7: okay
2: katie when she was just an elite player okay yes you can beat me around halfway but just give me one black eye not two. katie when she's a star citizen player okay fuck it stop this shit already it's stupid okay go ahead okay so
5: okay you are you are correct okay so so i am Coming at this from someone who was a, an AX pilot in Elite Dangerous, having to grind out ammo all the time, let alone like to the end, you've got the engineering grind, you've got the grind, you've got the the goddamn, the goddamn RNG system to get the fights you want. Frontier, your Thargoid fights, the big Thargoid fights are unparalleled gameplay. It is unparalleled, amazing gameplay. It's the best gameplay I've ever played. Why do you Lock it away behind a, a random number generator system with their high predictions that makes it almost impossible to get those fights. Open that up. Open it up. Make that accessible. I would be playing, I mean, I'm playing Star Citizen non-stop right now. I would be playing Elite Dangerous non-stop. If I could jump on and and take on an 8th-argoid, 10th-argoid fight straight away... Instead of having to go through some crazy goddamn process every time I want to do that, hours long, months long, even to get that octagon fight, my number one fight with the on the AXI leaderboard, there was a month <laughs> to to get that fight <laughs> set up. A month of jumping between two systems looking for the, the, the right combination for hours every oh, day. Open that up. Open up your best gameplay to new. I can't bring new players into the game, so before giving up, Elite dangerous. Not giving up, but I mean, I, I have... I mean, effectively given up Dangerous just a minute. Before that, though, I tried to bring in a few players who, who I'd known from an armor group that I played with. And the amount of grind they would have had to gone gone through just to get to the point where they can start learning mm. what we do. It, it's too much. It's too much. Get rid... Have confidence in your gameplay. Elite Dangerous should be a sandbox. You should offer up your best gameplay... To even the newest players, get rid of the grind, open that up, and you will have a game that will be played for for I don't years. The hilarious years. thing,
2: the hilarious thing is if they, how do I say this, Katie, as a gamer, you know, like you're a ten, you're 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 you're, you're, you're you are Scarlett Johansson, like on her prime the perfect day you are Christina Hendricks you are the perfect you know just Mwah. and <laughs> if they would have treated you nice if they would have you know offered to pay for dinner and 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 give you a cab ride home and walk you to your door and then leave without trying to, to push themselves on you I honestly think you never would have tried Star Citizen.
5: Oh, I never would have. No, no, no. I only tried Star Citizen because I was tired of. So, I don't. I don't think like a casual, the normal elite game, elite dangerous game player who says things like "Don't just don't grind. Just just play the game." Okay. So, what you have to understand is that for AX in the AX domain <laughs> and at the high level, when you're taking on the bigger Thargoid fights, which when when you've when you've surpassed the difficulty. Of the regular fights. These mm. are the fights that you want to do. These are like the, the prime gameplay. You need to grind. You need synthesis ammo. You need synthesis reloads for gauss cannons. For heat sinks. And as much as you may think. Oh you know don't relog, Don't you know don't make it a faster process. The amount of materials you need to do this. Means that if you didn't relog, For example at high grade emissions. a high grade signal sources you would never go you would never do it you'd never do it it would take too long it would just take too long
2: katie so, what do you know you're just a grill <laughs> it's not like you're the number one axi aced in the history of fucking time oh wait yeah you are sorry my bad i'm my mistake go ahead katie you talk then the,
5: the other the other criticism i get was my views on this is that most play oh you, you know you're you're playing this super high level Like no one else, like you can't expect them to bow down to that level of gameplay. And my argument to that is that the the biggest challenge with getting to that level in AX is the barriers frontier put up. If you made those fights accessible immediately upon starting up the game, if you if you wanted to take on this crazy fight upon starting up the game, you would have uh, you would have so many so many commanders taking on. AX challenges and taking it up and giving it a go and they would love it because once you start down that road it is it is addictive honestly it is it is the most addictive and the most fun i've had in any game but the the worst enemy of elite is frontier because they but because to them the grind is the game and they need to have confidence that their actual gameplay is is enjoyable enough that people will come back for it they don't need to artificially um inflate the game time with grind the grind is a detraction from the game not a supporting feature and i know that with odyssey odyssey needs I'm, I'm sorry but it needs a complete redesign because odyssey is 100 percent pierce morgan should be pierce morgan pierce
2: pierce jackson, jackson.
5: Fire Pierce Jackson. Get rid of him. He, he also,
2: while we're okay. at it, fire Pierce Morgan from whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, on don't, don't leave
4: him out. He's deserved God. all hatred. Yes, uh, he's a jackass. Wh- where has Pierce Jackson been now that you mentioned his name? We've heard nothing from him since this whole debate. <laughs> and, and his LinkedIn That's true. That's true. his
2: LinkedIn no longer shows him as the yeah. game director for Elite. It just shows him as a game director at frontier which he was already before because he worked for planet two
5: can i just say on um, mm-hmm. the cmt i was just saying a thing about firing the cmt now look, <laughs> the thing is right? i i don't my oh, look, people in this room may disagree with me people on the chat may disagree with me i firmly believed the cmt they 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 essentially it's like okay so they are having to walk in someone's shoes after someone's taken a dump in them. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like it's like they they can only reveal and they can only say what they have been told to say, and they it's their, it's their job, you know, it's their living. They've they've got to put food on the table, you know. I I don't blame the CMs for what's happening. I think that there are there are upper management and shareholders who are making decisions that are really damaging, really dangerous at the minute, and the 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 devs and the cms i don't in my opinion at least i don't think they're to blame for the situation
2: well i think they could be to blame but we can't prove it one way or the other no, so for can't. example for example last thursday when bruce went on the stream and said console release is still on schedule for the fall and maybe you'll get a beta Okay, we already knew based on the fucking dev diary live stream that turned out to be a community manager forum post that, oh no, anyone who read that with any fucking brain cells knew we weren't going to get, get. we we knew that we were going to absolutely get consoles delayed. But then Bruce went on and said, nope, consoles are on time now. There's no way to know that from our side. Only Frontier can tell you. If that was Bruce going off book and lying on his own, he should be fired. You, if you knowingly lie to people on a thing yeah. that is provable to be a lie, you have no credibility at your job. If, on the other hand, he was told to say that, that's not at all his fault. That is whoever told him To say that should be fired because that wasn't even a believable lie that was a lie that we all knew was a lie when he said it so whoever told him go out there and say that it's that person's fault not his at all and we will never know honestly if it was him that fucked up or someone else that fucked up and he was following orders but regardless of who fucked up we can all agree that someone definitely fucked up Because I don't think there was a single person in this chat that last Thursday when Bruce made his statement that consoles are on time and will be coming out in the fall. I don't think there's a single person that believed that because we already had written proof from Frontier that that was not going to happen. Yeah. But we don't know if that was him or that was someone else, and I'm not even making any allegations as to whose fault it was. I'm saying there's no way for us to know, but Frontier knows. Sorry, I interrupted you, Katie. Go ahead.
5: Oh um, no, no, I mean, I, I was I was unaware of that, and and obviously, like you say, when when someone representing a company in that way and comes out with something that is clearly false, yeah, there were you know there are lines that are crossed there. But um, in 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 terms of the the grinding, I I just think that I mean if there's one thing, if anyone from FDEV is listening to this, I my message it. would be this: have confidence that your gameplay is good enough. You don't need to inflate what it, what, what you have with this with this grind. It, it makes it really difficult to bring new people into the game. I mean referral referral joins like new players coming in from a referral from a veteran player should be the strongest uh, introduction to the game. Mm -hmm. It should be that because I am my friends, I'm telling my friends to come and play the game and I'll play with you. That should be the strongest introduction to the game. But I can't do that because in order to join in with what we're doing, I then have to then tell my friends, no, no, you've got to commit 30, 40 hours of just really horrible, not fun grind to get to the point where you can start to join in with this and and then you have to learn how to fight dargoids on top of that Mm. Or, or do pvp if that's your thing it's the same thing with pvp you need a fully engineered ship to do pvp the engineering system the material system whoever came up with the idea fly them straight away like just get rid of them because they have they have sent your ship on a on a course it's gone straight over a waterfall at this point
2: point. one last thing i want to ask you katie before we go on to rain who's been patiently oh, waiting yeah if frontier were to do the no man's sky method of just always choosing fun and said "Fuck it we're going to get rid of the grind and just let you do the thing that you want to do would you have even ever tried star citizen
5: No, if there was like some sort of sandbox mode where I could just pick whatever stargoids I want to fight and whatever ship, whatever whatever loadout I want to use, oh and with friends as well. I would I wouldn't I would never play any other game. I'm not gonna lie. I would have like I only start I only started playing Star Citizen out of just being tired of the grind of of having to if I want to take on a, a fight, I have to go and grind the ammo, go grind all the other stuff, then hope then just keep jumping between two systems hoping that the RNG eventually gives me the combination that I want to fight. If you made that easy, here, not only would I come back to, to, to a league, I, I would never stop playing, and I mm. would bring people in to play with me.
2: But they screwed up and now you've seen how good Star Citizen is, and I don't think you're going back for anything, but... Alright. Rain is up, and then is uh, tweaked, and then Roy. Go ahead, Rain.
6: I think... I want to kind of also back up Katie because her and i talked about this. I'm not like y'all. I've only got 494 hours in elite. I tell everybody 500 because who cares for, you know, the 494 to 500. And I had finally gotten my cutter. I had, I had dreamed of that ship the whole near 500 hours. And then I went to price the modules and I just like was defeated instantly. And I started to realize these these death of a thousand cuts. Like, you know, I enjoy the combat. It's great. I enjoy driving SRVs. I love deep core mining. You know, the explosions, the audio, the visuals, all fantastic. But what have I actually been doing? And what difference am I making in the galaxy? None whatsoever. And what hurt it for me the most was when I went on my first exploration expedition. And it was jump, honk, jump, honk, jump, honk. There's nothing in the system of value. I'm not seeing anything beautiful. If all these star systems are the same, what's the point in having them? That's why, like, you know, that, that old adage of, you know, wide as an ocean, deep as a puddle does matter because the Stanton star system in Star Citizen is a puddle that's six feet deep. You're going to walk into that little hole and drop. Oh. Where, you know, and it's like, like Katie was saying too, I've never, never me personally, I've never seen their, their CM team promote a lot of other areas of the game. It's happened, obviously, but I've not seen it. Um... You know, promoting thargoid fights and stuff, and mm. seeing all this other great gameplay and content. That if you're not watching Katie or or anybody doing AX, you don't know it exists.
2: I've been in Staten enough to know that it's 600 feet deep.
4: That's true. Uh,
6: yeah.
2: Tweet, you're up.
4: Yeah, Katie touched on it earlier too it's not just the ax stuff it's the pvp stuff too and, and and in order i would even argue in order to get into the ax you don't just need to grind to to synthesize your ammo while you're holding the instance down you really need to to, to have a fighting chance you need a fully engineered ship you need a solidly built engineered ship in the same to, if you want to compete in pvp you better have that ship every module grade five because you can bet your bottom dollar your opponent does and without it you're just you don't have a shot and before the odyssey mess the grind is the number one thing that scared players away it's they would come in they would see the engineering grind and you'd never see them again it's it's just too much and now in odyssey i saw a number earlier that said with the amount of hours it takes to totally And open up all the engineers in Odyssey. If you played for two to three hours a week, it would take you to 2031 to get it done. That's insane. That's...
2: Tweak, the good news is you've got a computer coming in three weeks and there's no engineering in Star Citizen.
4: Yeah, yeah. And and to the (laughs) grind point, just as an example, the elite plus 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 rankings. What do you get for getting those plus pluses? You get nothing, no advantages in game. Somebody said, "Oh, hey! If we give them another rank, they can do combat for another thousand hours because they'll want that rank." And there, that's gameplay. That that is not gameplay. That that's not at all gameplay. They need the game is fun. The game is a wonderful sandbox with a lot of fun things to do. The grind, uh, I don't mind some grind, but a all lot right. of grind like that, it, it's just crazy.
2: All right, it's already nine thirty. And we're like halfway through the first person's thing. I'm going to add something to the salt zone just because we need to get it and get it out of the way and move on. David Braben's post. I, I, we're going to com, com, just collapse in the, the salt zone and the the, the discussion topic because it, it, just, it needs to be done, and I'll admit it's salty, but whatever. If you would have told me on New Year's Eve of this year, of last year rather, you know, uh, December 31st, 2020, David Braben's going to make a post in July and most people aren't going to give a fuck. They're going to say, yes, yeah, so what? Meh. I would have told you you're smoking crack because David Braben is like, is like Moses. He raises his arms in the water's part because everybody believes him and everybody respects him. The fact of the matter is, is Frontier has lied to us dozens of times this year. Basically, every correspondence we've received of any kind, including the three from David Braben this year, have been either demonstrably lies or fairly useless. I put up a post on the YouTube channel and with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of votes like it's got like a thousand it's got a a, a ton of votes. I could go click on the thing right now. Let me click on the thing right now and see the exact number so I can tell you an honest without any uh your channel community with 1900 plus votes cuz it just says 1.9k. It says that until we hit to 2000. What effect did David Braven's post have on you, and what group were you in before it? 10% said, I was happy with Elite already, and David's post was great. 3% said, I was happy with Elite already, and I did not like it or was concerned. 14% said, I was already unhappy, but David's post was great. And 72% said, I was unhappy and I don't believe Frontier anymore, so meh. So if you add the 72% that said, I didn't believe it, I didn't take shit from it. And the 3% that said, I was happy before, but I did not like that post. That puts it together at 75% of the 2,000 people that responded to this damn thing said, This didn't help. If you would have told me that on New Year's Eve, I would have said you're a liar. There's no way that 75% of the people, three quarters of the people said, screw what David Braben said. But we're at that point now. Buana, one of the OG content creators and, and big Twitch streamers for elite that goes back to the Kickstarter days said, yeah, I saw everything that he said there. I don't believe it. So now what? He said it. He looked right into the camera and said it. And he's not alone. Many, many, many people have felt that same way. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but as a fan of Frontier, as someone who is hoping that Frontier can unfuck themselves and get their shit straight, Even though it hurts me personally because I run a news channel about games, including Elite. It used to be until three months ago. I ran a news channel exclusively about Elite. But I'm going to say this. Elite Dangerous needs to shut up. They need to stop saying anything. They need to pull a Hello Games and go full on No Man's Sky. They need to say nothing they need to just like literally David Braben should put out a tweet tomorrow saying in 144 characters or less I understand that words mean nothing so I'm we're just gonna prove it to you by what we do and that's it they need to cancel all of their streams they need to make no posts on the forums no anything I'm not saying fire your community managers, move them to you know Jurassic World and fucking Roller Coaster World and fucking Zoo World and all whatever or have them still work for Elite but have them not doing any stupid fucking streams where they're like oh look at me i'm wearing my girlfriend's makeup and i'm a pirate or like oh look at me i'm doing cqc that's a waste of fucking time have them one-on-one speaking with people in different discords from the ax community from the pirate community from the pvp community from the mining community from the role-playing community from the fucking ashling's angels and 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 fucking down-to-earth astronomy and 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 this one and that one and whatever they need to go around and say like give us details of what you're unhappy with and and let us relay in detail, everything we can back to management and pray to fucking God that management has decided to pull its head out of its ass and do something right. Now, I'm gonna let you in on my personal suspicion and I have no proof of this. I'm not saying I know this to be the case. Just telling you what my gut says. And my gut is full of liquor and very little nachos at the moment. So it's probably not (laughs) trustworthy. But this is what my gut says. Over a year ago, David Braben said at the investment dinner that Odyssey would be a significant refresh to the underlying code base. That is word for word what he said. I think they tried. I think they failed. I think that is what fucked them up and left them months behind. I think they abandoned the idea of doing a significant refresh of the underlying code base. And they said, we're just going to put pretty graphics on stuff. The problem is pretty graphics without refreshing your code base. So pretty graphics, new shit piled on spaghetti code leaves you broken in 19 different ways that they they don't even all fit in one category. They can't even all be fixed with one thing. So what we've seen over the last five patches is, oh, there's 130 fixes. Here's 150 fixes. They're figuring out, New and interesting bullshit ways to work around problems, but if it's it's like you know you're putting your finger in the dike. I pull my finger out of this hole and put it into this one, and then that leaks, and then I move this over here, and then this leaks, and it's like I actually suspect because when they finally gave their non-dev, non-live stream, non update when they gave their community manager forum post bullshit kind of their answer was oh we don't know how to fix any of this the only way you wouldn't know how to fix it is, is one of two things either you're massively incompetent which is scary or you backed yourself into a situation where there is no good answer to get out of which is scary er Feel like i've been talking for a long time other people take over we'll start with roy and then i don't know
3: i don't have a whole lot to add to this other than uh, it, it kind of feels like the reason that the gloves are coming off here is people are sensing it's close to the end and it's something we loved you just said past tense you know, that's that's the fear right hmm like it feels like it's really getting <clears throat> close to the end when you look at the player numbers and you look at the the milk toast uh, announcement. I I would have loved to have seen the David Braben thing be a video. You can learn so much more from that versus having it so carefully controlled and then trying to read the tea leaves. The David Braben post literally
2: said nothing verifiable other than one. Odyssey on console is delayed which we already knew but it like wasn't explicitly stated two there is a patch six no clues on what's in it and three we're gonna try our best oh and four maybe there'll be features question mark even though my boy told you honest arf told you we would give you details on those features by the end of the month of June, and it's now the middle of fucking July. Tweet. Yeah,
4: do you know what this David Braben post told us? We promised. Good things are coming. Stay tuned. It's gonna get better. We promise. Which technically, is what they've been saying us all along. Technically, he didn't say that. He said we're gonna try. Yeah, he dangled those features out. Maybe we'll some new
2: features. <clears throat> it's gonna get
4: better. We promise. That's NFT. That, that, that's
2: but, mantra. That's actually the point that I'm making. Is he didn't even promise better stuff. He said maybe. Like that's the thing that I'm saying. Like they're not even committing to shit now. They're still doing the same non-committal yeah. bullshit. Where if you squint, it's good news, but. We're not committing to anything, so later on when we don't do fuck all, you can't say nothing. Wolf. So rather than, you know,
1: shuffling the CMs off to do other things, make the CMs actually do the real legwork. Send them to the discords to talk with real players, not the forums, not the Twitch streams, not the whatever the fuck where the volunteer mods keep Banning everyone for the that says anything, they're just surrounding themselves with the whole bunch of knights and fanboys and stuff. I'm not going to get real talk. The I'm, I'm gonna make friends and I'm gonna make a lot of this now. Why the core's episodes were good, it was because George Lucas wasn't top dog and his ideas got challenged, and now. We're in episodes one, two, and three, where all they got is the convent. Fucking... this is what.
2: Yeah. And I'm just you're totally f- go away. You're totally fucking roboted it up there. But we get the point that you're saying George Lucas bad. Not questioning shit bad. Common sense. Good. <laughs> all right. Um, Sorry. But you just roboted so hard that like people had to have a jigsaw puzzle to fucking figure out what you were saying. Uh, all right, Katie, and then like legit put in a fucking dot now because we need to move on from this. Okay. We're we're almost done with the day, and then and then like we haven't got to the other two games that have good news to talk about. Katie, okay,
5: very quickly about about game, just to just to add to what to what Wolf just said. <laughs> Um, Frontier, if you're taking your feedback from the forums, please don't. Please, please don't. The forums it, it's it's so goddamn toxic. It's like so the forums are full of people at the minute who have decided it's like it's like flat earthers. They've decided a conclusion and they will then, you know, perform mental gymnastics to work any evidence they, they, they think they can fit towards it. People playing Star Citizen right now, it's not that we could just be enjoying the game and, and in awe of what it's offering and uh, no, no we've got to be paid off by chris roberts or or using our referral codes to get some kind of crazy rewards you need to go to the discords you need to speak to actual players who aren't you know the forum dads who aren't 50 60 years old and have no idea how to how to innovate in games um go to discords go to the po- you've got your your cms are on the most popular discords with the most popular groups use them have them have some canvas for ideas for opinions because you will learn a hell of a lot from doing that, that that's what i've got
2: 100 all right let's move on just because we we spent like a lot of time on elite and let's be honest this lately it has not been worth that time uh frontier news forum post david braben speaks we already told you about it. There's a link in the chat. Foreign Post. Bruce Carido says, Hey, here's some stuff about the Azimuth Saga. Pay attention to that, please. There's a link in the chat. Galnet News happened. Roy, do you want to read it or do you want to skip it?
3: <laughs> I can just say this real quick. Go there's, fast. Well, there's only four, and they're all about the CGs. The ones that ended and the ones that have started. and uh, And about the CGs, there's... You know, the one about uh, the new onion head variant finished, barely. Um, the point I was going to make is there's the, the CGs have very low participation right now. Well, of course they
2: have low participation. The <laughs> two shocked. new CGs are asking you for engineering mats. Hey, Frontier,
3: fuck off. You're not getting our engineering mats for stupid fucking CGs. Well, it's and and the reward is a is a lore point, which in happier days maybe we would have been applauding and talking about, but at, at the moment it's uh, a bit tone deaf. So I yeah. I will
2: talk for you, I will talk to you for lore for for days about the lore of Star Citizen. We can talk about Banu, we could talk about Asperia, we could talk about the fucking. I'll talk to you about the turtles, the birds. Let's get into it. No? Oh, Elite Lore. Yeah, who cares?
3: Yeah, so I think that about covers the,
2: the news. <laughs> All right, that takes us to Star Citizen News Weekly. I am very drunk at this point, so I'm going to count on you, Rain, to help keep me honest. How's that? First off, Black Sky Legion org formed. We literally formed this week. We got 80 people as of today. Uh, our goals, we're accepting everyone. Our goal is to help new Star Citizen players, whether you are an elite refugee or a just, yes, the Jan, the Banu, and the, yeah, sorry. Uh, whether you're a new Star Citizen player because you're an elite refugee or just because you're a Star Citizen player. You don't have to be an elite refugee. We welcome everybody. You Join, send in a, 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 a join request. You have to go to the website to do it and it's bsl1 is our code and and we have a code we have a channel in the discord even to help people like if you're saying hey i don't know what a miss prospector is i've been thinking about buying one or I- i've been thinking about buying a a uh uh mercury star runner i've been thinking about buying a connie uh or i've been thinking about buying a c2 hercules you could say like hey does somebody have this can you come spawn it we'll Somebody will have it, somebody will spawn it, they'll log in with you, you can come, you can walk around, take the tour, see what's what, hop in the seat, fly it, so what? If it blows up, it's insured, you get it back for free. Like People can give you the opportunity to kind of see stuff and give you a tour, like, hey, man, really take me out and show me, explain to me this whole quantanium mishigas, or, hey, what's the deal with uh, rock mining? But uh, I got a mission on a cave. There's a guy who's probably dead. There could be rocks there. People can go with you and help you and show you and get you sort of set up. Um, So, yeah. After that, we've got... um, galactopedia so star citizen has an official lore resource called galactopedia it's getting started it's not hundred percent done yet but they have an official uh archivist and a lore team that they're building the lore as it goes and you just type in a keyword it's literally just a keyword pops up and it's like google and you say this thing and then it goes we'll find it for you in the lore and we'll tell you about it it's awesome link is in the show notes info runners uh they've got a video out that's like an hour and a half long it was a very good conversation um the upcoming year in star citizen with Morphologist and space tomato and some australian dude that spent too much time talking over Morphologist and space tomato um but i love Morphologist and space tomato so i don't know this execute guy as much and i wish he would have let them talk more but okay yeah morph is awesome so so is space tomato though um next up space tomato put out a star citizen video the june update jump gates new uh MOBA glass apps refueling expanding ai all kinds of stuff it is a very cool video you should see it morphologist put out a video the most amazing place in gaming and he's talking all about the new orison uh uh landing spot in uh crusader it is uh may down to earth astronomy put out top five third party tools for star citizen he breaks them down you got the urkel dps calculator which is basically for you, elite, dangerous commanders. It's kind of like Coriolis, the, sty- the the ship outfitter uh, uh, in, in 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 Star Citizen. You've got the UEX mining calculator, which talks to you about mining stuff, and also has like trade resources, but for like specifically game tor- a- a- aim towards mining. Uh, for you've got the item finder, find anything in Star Citizen. You've got Galog, which is the behind-the-scenes stats in the game that breaks shit down. You've got the Star Citizen trade tool uh, that has dedicated full trade resources. And haha, I see you copying stuff and putting it to the chat, uh, uh, Roy. I thwarted you. The only link I put in for all of that was Down-to-Earth Astronomy's link because anyone who wants the links to those other five awesome things that I just said... You can't get them from us. You have to go get them from Down to Earth Astronomy. He worked hard to put out that video. You should give him the click. And then you should, if you click on his video, which Roy is posting in the chat, you can get all of them right there for you. And they're awesome. And you should bookmark all of them. And they're good. And while you're at it, subscribe to Down to Earth Astronomy because he's a damn fine content creator. Also, we got Captain Shepard. At Captain Shepard. One word. C-A-P-T-S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. Refinery to Aaron Halo Mining Routes for 3.131 Live. For those of you who watched the Katie and, and Rain video, you saw that it's a bitch to get to Aaron's Halo. He's got PDFs with breakdowns from from this location, here's exactly how you do it. From this location, here's exactly how you do it. And it has information to get you to Aaron's Halo. The finding minus mining point, finest mining point in the world verse and the reason why it's the finest mining point in the verse is because um whereas the other lagrange clouds like Hurston l1 is a fucking amazing lagrange cloud but the pirates know it and it's easy for them to find you there whereas once you get to aaron's halo ain't nobody finding you it's too big it's finding a needle in a stack of needles the size of iowa um Stewie Master put out the best patch yet. It changes everything. 3.14 in the Connie Taurus. Really good video. He's a little bit Pollyanna on it, but I, I dig it. I dig him. I like his I dig his vibe. I like it. He's feeling the flow. I'm, I'm with it. Let's talk a little bit about the July 14th roadmap update. They added a lot of shit to patch 3.17, which comes in the quarter one of 21. Nope. 2022. Number one, persistent hangers. You can store cargo and decorate it. This is a stepping stone on the way towards player housing, player apartments, in that you can decorate your um, hangar with like banners and fucking new little, the little penguin and, and, and the, the little whale plushies and all that shit, and it stays there. Also, more importantly, from a fiscal standpoint, you can store cargo there and reload, crossload, load re- repack whatever you need to do to where you need to get it for haulers that's going to be massive there's also going to be a hangar manager app for spawning ships and stuff in the game ai homesteads artificial intelligence npcs are going to have houses bases little spots in different places all over the place So basically points of entrance and mission locations either go there and defend the guy go there and kill the guy Go there and the guy will give you a mission to retrieve a thing. All sorts of possibilities. They've got proc gen coming to rivers and roads. Concepting for cybernetics. Loot generation tier one. So all kinds of extra boxes with loots and stuff around. People have been waiting for that quite patiently. Laser trip mines. So, you know, you, you walk down a hallway. There's a little sensor set up on this side and that side. You walk past the laser, it sets off the mine. Kaboom uh rescue transport missions infiltrate defend missions so these are different sides of sort of the same thing expanding ai tasks including driving having a work schedule and then off time when they will go to the gym go clubbing and dancing in the bars they'll go shopping they'll do leisure stuffs this shit is crazy this is some tony g shit z shit right there we got Fire hazard system added to select ships for testing and development. So they want to have to where all of your ships can catch fire and have stuff inside of them. Like, oh, we got the... F- Remember that episode of The Expanse where Naomi Nagata is there and her ship catches fire and she's got to do... I'm not going to spoil her or anything, but she's got to do stuffs to survive. They're putting that in Star Citizen. But when version 1 comes, they can't put that in all... The, they want to put that in just a few ships and test how it works and get it right, and then expand it to every ship. Um, lots of focus on server meshing nodes, shard manager, shard data query API, and a dozen other things that basically all point to buckling down in Q3 to get server meshing, or as it's now referred to, the entity graph up and running. It is amazing shit. The discussion topic, as we uh, sort of, I already hit it up when we talked on the, like, what have you been doing this week when I talked to Rain? My discussion topic is, okay, I'll just give you like three quick spoiler, like, here's help for you if you're just starting on Star Citizen. Number one, use a referral code. It doesn't have to be mine. Use a referral code and get yourself free money to start. Number two, don't spend lots of time making your character look great. I know... You're going to be pulled into it because I was pulled into it because I didn't know any better. And I spent an hour making my guy look like me. And then a week later, the next patch hit and I found out something from people. Oh yeah, there's no way to save how your guy looks. And the next time it just starts over again. Now, yes, in the future, they said they're going to do a like second pass on all of the looks and they're going to give like extra options. They're going to give you beards for guys and... Women could be this or that or, you know, oh, you're gonna be, you are gonna, can be fatter, you could be skinnier, you could be taller, you could be whatever. They're going to do another pass to add more modularity and like specifics to that. And I think, based on what they said, at that point, they'll add the opportunity to save your shit. Right now, there is no opportunity to save your shit. I'm telling you right now, patch 3.14 is coming to all of us. Within the next say, I mean, unless there's some weirdness, but just ballparking it randomly based on the average of previous times that have happened, parentheses, this is not an official it will happen by that time because it happens when it's done. So they have to actually test it. But just realistically, you can kind of say it's going to happen within about three weeks. And at that point, you lose all your shit. So don't spend hours making your guy look right. Hit random two, three, four, eight, whatever times you need to in like less than four seconds until you get to a face that doesn't make you want to vomit and then just say yes to that one and I'll wear a helmet. Later on down the line when you can save that shit, then it's worth fucking with. Uh, Rain, go ahead.
6: I was just going to say you'll lose your character creation, but money, ships bought, etc.,
2: should stay. 100%. You lose your assets in the game of small things like my med pen and my water bottle and my ammunition, but you save your ships and your big modules and whatever. Did I get that right? Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah, and your money, and your money. Now, you will lose your money on a wipe. To be clear, I don't want to misrepresent it. You can be wiped at any moment. The last wipe was like 1.8 years ago. There will definitely be at least, say, two more wipes minimum between now and when the game gets released in a couple of years. There'll be a wipe when they go to beta, which is 4.x. Like right now, they're doing 3.17 and 3.18 and 3.19, whatever. Eventually, at some point, they're going to go to 4, which is beta. And at that point, it makes sense to me that they should wipe. But I'm going to tell you, as someone who started the game with nobody giving them money, and nobody helping them out, and I did not spend money on buying shit. In a month of grinding, I bought a Caterpillar, which was the biggest fucking cargo ship at the time, and several other ships. I bought like four or five ground vehicles and like five ships in a month. Okay? They haven't wiped it in 1.8 years. They're going to wipe it at some point. When it does, when they do, don't cry. Just fucking grind it back up in a month or so and know that you probably have at that point another two years or so until the next wipe. It ain't a big deal. Just my two cents. Um, yeah, so, uh, so the Star Citizen, don't waste your time making your guy look good. Also... Because we're going to get an opportunity, we're going to have the opportunity to make your new starting point Orison, the new city in the clouds, the gorgeous city that you've been seeing so much of in this video that I'm playing. Do not make that your home point unless you have a beast of a computer with a really good CPU and a really good graphics card. Because from what we've heard from 3.14 Wave 1 PTU, is that... With the cloud stuff and all the graphics and all the stuff they're working on, it is a massive resource hog. I'm not saying don't ever visit there. Go there and visit there. But don't make it your save point because if you have five frames per second and you're kind of screwed, whoo, that's rough. So make your save point Lorville or Area 18 or, or, or Microtech and then go visit the city. And if you find that your potato computer can't run it, well, yet, know two things. Number one, they're going to over time as they sort of, because they're in Cloud Tech version one, when they get later on and get it sort of fixed better, it'll run better. When they get Voodoo up and running, it'll run better. When they have other stuff optimized, which they always do, over time, it will run better. But don't set that as your start point and then be super, super miserable. Ring, did you have a, another thing you wanted to add? Yeah, I, I have an AMD
6: Ryzen 5 5600X and an RTX 3060. And I just want to back Kai up on this. Even I'm struggling above 30. So just, it's
2: gorgeous. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Just don't. Listen to Kai. Visit it. And have fun with it. Don't make it your start point, because then you'll be bummed. Um, okay. And the the other last piece of advice that I want to give you, I already gave you the advice earlier, have another game to play if you get to the point. Now, if you're like Katie and and, and me and Roy and all of us that are brand new to this, you don't need another game to play for another six months. <laughs> you're going to have so much fun with this. But if you're at the point where you've already, you know, like... Six months from whenever you start, when you're past the initial phase, have something else to do if you're the type that are getting frustrated. If you're not and you just want to stay in it, then stay in it and have fun. But if you're at the point where you're getting frustrated, take a break. Go do another thing. It's all good. Um, all right. And the 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 last word or, or, or whatever of advice I'm going to give you on Star Citizen for this week is, you do not, okay, I, I, this is hard to say because I swear, if, those of you who know me, I feel very comfortable saying this. Those of you who don't know me, it sounds like a shill. I swear to God, I know I sound like a shill, but I'm going to say it because it's the truth and you should hear it. Don't wait for free Fleet Week event to try Star Citizen. Just just spend the $45 and buy it now. And here's why. Anyone who's ever played an MMO, all of us, you know what it's like, Odyssey players. You know what it's like the first week when Odyssey launches. Now, Odyssey was dog shit. Okay, fine. But... Forget Odyssey. Let's talk about if you're a Final Fantasy XIV player, if you're a WoW player, if you're a a EVE player, if you're a... even Star Citizen. If Honestly, Star Citizen players. When the patch first drops and everyone on the planet is trying to get onto that server on day one, hour one, the performance is dog shit. Always has been. Always will be. Doesn't matter what MMO you're talking about. You know it's the truth. You know I'm not lying to you. If you've ever played a game before that's an MMO, you know I speak the truth. Now, that's exactly what Free Fly Week is. The the servers are slammed because every person on the planet is trying to get in. And that is the worst performance you will ever get in the game. I swear to you, on my grandmother's life, if you play Star Citizen on a random fucking Wednesday, if you download Star Citizen right now, the performance you will get is a hundred times better than Free Fly Week. Free Fly Weeks always suck. And then so a lot of people come in and say, I'm going to see if it's any good. And then. It's not because the servers suck... Because they're way over slammed. They've got 10 times more people... Than they're supposed to have on them... And then they go... This game sucks... I don't want to play it... I can't help you if you don't know me... Because I can't... Whatever... But I'll tell you this... If you know me... And there's a lot of you people... Any of the people from the Elite Week Discord... That you know me... We talk regularly... Just fucking trust me... Spend the $45... If it's no good... Tell me, and I'll Venmo you the $45. I'm telling you, it, it's good. It's just not great on Fleet Week because there's 8 billion other assholes trying to try it for free. Oh, R. Daniel in chat says, you have a 30-day refund, no other limit. Okay, I did not even know that. Do that. If you, even if you don't know me, try it. If it's dog shit, then get your $45 back, whatever. I swear to god, I'm not lying. Free Fly week is the worst time to try it because you're going to think the game is way worse than it is. Um Yes, and I know Zeno Threat version 2 is going on right now and that is so awesome.
3: Uh Roy, you had something. Yeah, just to, so I I joined the game at the tail end of a fleet week. What was that? A month ago or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When when each of us, I mean, you've been in it for a while, but you weren't, I don't think, playing it as deeply as you were as elite And them. Anyway, we were all just sort of exploring, right? Dipping our toe in it. Well, it's for people that want to join it now, uh, Black Sky Legion is there with 80 plus and growing people, and <clears throat> like the last three weeks I've played the game on the weekend, it's been all I could do to tear myself away from it before 4 a.m. in the morning, and uh, because there's a bunch of people on our discord having a great time with it and everybody's helping everybody like it's a different thing now than if you were to jump into it 6 6 weeks ago and you're kind of thrown to the wolves <laughs> now there's now there's support and there's a bunch of fun people to play with and not
2: only that I'm posting right now our discord in the youtube page and if Roy, if you can do it also in the twitch yep. there's our discord we have a channel called SC Black Sky Legion, go there and say, "Hey, I'm brand new. could someone help me to figure out mining?" Hey, I saw this ship. I know it's not one of the starter ships. I just have a fucking Aurora, but I saw a Mercury Star Runner, and I really want to see what's one like in real life. It's like the Millennium Falcon. I want to see it. There's going to be somebody in that chat who's like, "Oh, I own a Mercury Star Runner. Where are you at?" Oh, you're at area 18? Hold on, I'll swing by and get you. They will spawn the ship. They will give you a tour. You can see the stuff and then like here, hop behind the wheel, kid. Give it a flight. Have fun. Whatever.
3: Yeah. I've Here's been the thing. Ships for complete <clears throat> strangers and it's just a hoot cuz it doesn't 100%. It costs it you cost nothing. Me anything and they get to try it out and yeah, whatever. It comes yeah. back to me once
2: they're done flying it. But like I wanted to create this channel specifically because I wanted New players to have the opportunity to say, like, I want a Connie. I want to drive in one of those stupid fucking tanks. I want to drive it a Hercules. I want to drive it a Carrick. Someone has it. Someone can hop in and be like, Yeah, hold on, let me show you here. Yeah, see what it is. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the one where it's it's like the Millennium Falcon where there's a chess set in the rec room And if you take the queen and put it in a specific place, then the table folds up and a fucking secret (laughs) compartment opens up underneath it and takes you to a hidden tunnels area where you can hold all of your stuff like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's awesome. Star Citizen, it's for realsies. Go check it out. Woo! That takes us to... Oh, and uh, there's a referral code there on the screen. Get extra money. If you don't want to use mine because you think of a shelf, that's fine. Use Katie's. Use Roy's. Use Down-to-Earth Astronomy's. Use Hawks's. Use somebody that has nothing to do with any of us. I don't give a fuck. Just get something extra for you. Um, That takes us to No Man's Sky News Weekly. We're getting sound effects for all this stuff, by the way. Um, (laughs) Just not yet. We've put out the call to start scouting for a mega base as well as for awesome pics and video submissions so that you can see your footage on the screen. We're, we're we're like we're just testing out the brand new like 3 hour long uh Star Citizen reel today. So this is what you're seeing, but ne- next week we're going to have more stuff for the the No Man's Sky reel and the this reel and that reel. But we're putting out a call like If you want to see your pictures in your videos and you're like hey man i would like to see my video up on the screen and everybody see this cool base that i built send us your video post it in the elite week discord under no man's sky uh what is it pretty pictures and videos whatever that channel and ping me and say hey kai i want this on the highlight reel i will be happy to show off your bases and your cool stuff it's awesome i love no man's sky it's so fun um There was a French tweet that seemed to leak an upcoming No Man's Sky event, quite possibly Expedition 3, but it didn't end up panning out. The tweet said something about that they were going to have from July 15th to 18th or whatever, they were going to have Twitch drops on streams and stuff. Uh, Also, though, Sean Murray has been posting some stuff, interesting stuff on Twitter or whatever. Whatever it is something is imminent I think it's either an update like a patch like 3.15 prisms which are on now so the next one 3.16 or an expedition or an event of some kind something is imminent something is happening soon I'm super super excited whiskey barrel gaming put out a video 10 things confusing the new player volume 1 2021 it's good stuff for people that are just starting a no Man's Sky to be like ah Okay, this is cool, whatever. And Boyd Gaming. This dude recreated Elder Scrolls Oblivion Imperial City in No Man's Sky. There's a link to both the Twitter of it where you can click on it. And there's a YouTube video where you can see the video. This guy made the Imperial City from Oblivion. Wow. In No Man's Sky. You can do anything. The, main, the, the No Man's Sky discussion topic this week is, the more I play No Man's Sky, the more I would say I don't classify it as a space sim, because let's be honest, the space flight in No Man's Sky is, the, mo- the model of it as a space sim is dog shit, but it's kind of relaxing when you play it, it's kind of like, ah, I'm just aiming here and I'm going, I'm just click the button, insta-fly, whatever. It's not about the flight model. No Man's Sky is quite simply the world's greatest exploration, survival game, and building game. And that's just fine by me. It scratches a whole different itch, and it scratches it so well. It is incredible. Uh, and the fact that this guy built the uh, uh, the the entire uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion Imperial City. In No Man's Sky. That that should tell you everything. Does anybody have anything they want to add on the the subject of No Man's Sky, or
3: yeah, really obviously. anything? Go ahead. I, I was going to chip in. Just I think it's um like you just mentioned, it scratches different itches, and I think it's a perfect complement to Star Citizen. And you know, if you want to sort of bounce between two games that do totally different things, but are space themed and have really leaned into different aspects of it, um. It's it's a way to not get fatigued with either one. I wish I could clone myself and play both at the same time now, because I'm in the honeymoon for both. But mm. I, I think I, I really like that uh, No Man's Sky is is focusing on so many different things. It's like if I could draw a Venn diagram of the games that are in space, they're they they have a little tiny bit of overlap, but they they really uh, appeal to different different interests within the genre, which I think is great. Uh, but I think uh, what
2: you said is perfect, yeah. where they complement each other. They're the perfect game put together. Yeah. You will never find a more realistic, in-depth space sim, I don't think, than Star Citizen. You will never find a more brainless, fun, build anything you like, do anything you like, ride around on a planet with a fucking alien dinosaur and then hop in
3: a doom buggy. Than- uh, no Man's Sky is like walking into a candy store and having a unlimited... You know, a credit card or something. As a kid, yeah, you, know, you just you can do anything. It's all awesome, and it's all sort of fantastical. And when you're playing Star Citizen, you literally
2: should be focusing, paying attention. It's serious business. When yeah. you're playing No Man's Sky, you can turn off your brain, spark up a joint, just just get yourself a big old fatty and 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 a scot- a shot of scotch, and just fucking crank some really good music and be silly and giggle and it's all fun tweet
4: yeah that's one of the things i like about no man's sky really is it's you said it it's relaxing it's not a game that beckons you to come back you're not like oh i really got to grind this out i got to get this accomplished it's Oh, what's this planet over here? Let me go down here land. Oh, what's that over there? I'm going to go shoot these plants. I'm going to go explore this cave. I'm going to go swim underwater. It's just, it's relaxing and you can lose hours in, in, in just the exploration of the different planets. But what I will say about No Man's Sky that I don't think we've really touched on yet is its performance. It runs so smooth. I've never been kicked out. I've never had my game crash on me. I never feel any stuttering or low frame rates or anything. I'm playing it on the Series X. It is just absolutely smooth running, whether you're on the planets, you're at the space stations, you're in the anomaly, it doesn't matter. It always runs wonderfully smooth.
2: Mm. Apparently, there's some guy in the chat making a big deal saying, like, Elite Dangerous is also fun. Yeah, man, it is. It, there's tons of stuff to do in Elite Dangerous. It's an awesome game. I'm going to wait a month or two for front... Jesus Christ, they're setting off so many fireworks behind me because it's 4th of July and we're in Philly. I mean, so 4th of July, just for people who don't know, 4th of July in Philly lasts all through July and half of August. They just keep setting off fireworks <laughs> like idiots all day, all night, whatever. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, I got to scroll your name. Norman, whoever it was saying like no michael Burm is it michael i don't know yeah elite's fun i i I played it thousands of hours and odyssey's not fun i'm sorry it's just that's the truth elite is fun horizons is crazy fun odyssey's not fun i'm sure they'll fix it eventually and then i'll come back and i'll play it but yeah, nobody's saying Elite's not fun. Elite's lots and lots and lots of fun. Odyssey, not so much right now. For me, for me. Maybe it is for you. And if so, mwah, salute. Have fun with
3: that. Uh, Roy. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up something actually Earth Serpent just brought up in our Discord. I think it, it hit a nerve with me is that uh, No Man's Sky is a planetary romance it's a subgenre of science fiction in which the bulk of the action consists of adventures on your own uh, or on one or more exotic alien planets characterized by distinctive physical and cultural backgrounds. Um, it's it's like a like we've talked about this before. It's like this retro future '60s genre, um, and they've taken all the funnest elements of MMOs and wrapped them around a space theme. So it's not a, it's not a space sim. It's like a space themed. Planetary Romance. I, I really like that description.
2: Uh you muted, Kai? Drink. That takes us to our next segment, which is... Real Life Science. So, uh, right off the bat, I want to hit up a couple things... China launched five more spy satellites on Long March 2D rockets from Jiangxi Air Base and what they are openly saying is this is our preparation for war. Damn. They said that about the 100 new nuclear missiles that they're getting. Now, I'll point out that the US has already over like 600, so whatever, but like They're not saying, oh, we want this for defense. They're saying about all this, this is preparations for war. They are actively flying missions over Taiwan to antagonize them because they want to mark out exactly where all the radar locations are and the missile locations. This is not saber-rattling. And I feel like everyone is just like, oh, China. That's so quaint and ignoring them. And it's like... It scares me that they're saying, no, no, we're getting ready for war. Um, I'm going to skip the Cassini one because I know that Tweaked is doing a thing on that. Scientists have detected possible proof of plate tectonics on Venus. This is huge. This is very, very big. Um, Check out space-time. With Stuart Gary, the episode from July Fourteenth, Twenty 2021, season 24, episode 80, it has details on that. Um, you know, the moon and Mars, the, the core has cooled down and the mantle and the crust have cooled down to the point that they've gotten thick and they can't have sort of tectonic activities. Not so with Venus. It doesn't look like it does for us because Venus has pressures of over 900 times that of earth and temperatures of over well over 400 degrees celsius such that the surface temperature of venus melts lead but they still have what we're now seeing as like hey this is legitimately tectonic activity this is this is this is interesting and the last thing i want to hit on mine is the sun emitted its first X-class solar flare of the solar cycle 25, the most powerful um, um, solar flares, which are the X-class. It it came from uh, sun SPOA 82838. It was triggered. Uh, it triggered two CMEs, which are coronal mass ejections. Thankfully, that Even though... So the way that uh, a a X-class solar flare works is that it travels at the speed of light. But the coronal mass ejections go much slower. So by the time the coronal mass ejections came out, they were actually aimed away from the Earth. Thank God. Uh, But the NASA Solar Observatory caught it. Uh, The actual pulse x-rays... Created a uh, magnetic uh, crochet that ionized the Earth's upper atmosphere. It caused massive radio disturbances. It started to push away the magnetization, uh, magnetization sorry, of the Earth for a short time. This is the first since 2017. Uh, which was, you know, so cycle 24 lasted for 11 years and then ended. Cycle 25 is now upon us. And scientists are just starting to put together really reasonable hypotheses that it could be that the cycles have something to do with the changing of the center of the mass of our solar system. So the Earth is 90, or sorry, the sun is 99% of the mass of our solar system. So normally the baryosphere, which is like the center point where everything in the solar system revolves, is inside of the sun. Not in the very, very middle, but in somewhere inside of the mass or the area, the surface area of the sun. But every once in a while, you get a situation where Jupiter and Saturn are on the same side, they're close enough together, where it pulls the baryosphere of our solar system just outside of the internal area of the sun and it lasts. That that ends up happening for like 11 years and scientists are saying, hmm, that's weird. That happens for 11 years and the solar cycle happens for 11 years. We're not exactly sure how or why, but maybe those two things are related. It's interesting stuff. It's one of those situations where like us mostly hairless monkeys living on this planet playing star citizen and elite dangerous and no man's sky and doing a stupid podcast where we get drunk and talk about space games for a couple hours on a friday night we take a lot of things for granted some of which are the fact that like at any point that ball of fire in the sky could fuck us all and we have no way of knowing <laughs> if like hey every 12,000 years there's a strong enough uh you know solar flare or whatever that it would like oh it would fry all electronics. We're starting back over in the you know ye olden fucking Mormon times or, or 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 Amish rather times. Or oh yeah that's like the one that's like Pulse B or that's the one that's this and that that melted the ice you know the ice sheets over North America and caused a flood or like we could literally, at any moment, get sent back to the Stone Age. So let's A, science the fuck out of shit as quickly as possible so that we can figure stuff out. B, become a multi-planet species as soon as possible so that we have redundancies that can save us. And C, appreciate what we got while we got it. And that's me out of science stuff. Next up is Katie. You have something about Alamar?
5: Sure. Um maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, Alamar was the UAE Hope mission.
5: Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the U- UAE, the United Arab Emirates Space Agency, their Hope mission arrived on in Mars uh, this year. And they've discovered aurora in the atmosphere of Mars. Um this was a bit of a mystery because obviously Mars has no magnetic field. Um which is what causes aurora here on Earth. um, Interaction with the the solar wind and Earth's magnetic um, field in the atmosphere causes the aurora. Um, But the theory here is that it is the result of something called induced magnetosphere. Uh, This also seems to exist on Venus, where it is caused by the interaction of the solar wind with the upper upper atmosphere. Uh, With Mars, it is theorized that it is caused by magnetism in the planetary crust, Causing an induced magnetosphere, um, and it's very interesting, obviously, for them to to um, study this, um, as it may give indications, may give further evidence and indications as as to why Mars lost its atmosphere, why why the atmosphere of Mars has been stripped away. Um, so certainly, it's extre- an extremely
7: interesting discovery.
2: Absolutely, yeah. that is so. The United Arab Emirates sent up al which is hope. The Chinese sent up, what is it, Tianwen-1, and, and, and we sent up Mars 2020. Um, three awesome missions doing high-level science, and God bless all of them. Good stuff. Roy, or was it... Nope, Tweak is next.
3: Tweak, yeah, Tweak's next.
4: All right, well new study came out today with some interesting stuff. The methane wafting from the Enceladus may be a sign life teams in Saturn Moon's subsurface sea, they're saying. <clears throat> in 2005, NASA's Cassini orbiter discovered geysers blasting particles of water ice into space from tiger stripe fractures near Enceladus South Pole. This material, which forms a plume that feeds Saturn's E-ring, which is the planet's outermost ring is thought to come from a huge ocean of liquid water that sloshes beneath the moon's icy shell. But there's more than just water in this plume. They found out during numerous flybys Cassini spotted many other compounds, for example, dehydrogen, which we've been shooting a lot of in no man's sky, by the way, a variety of carbon containing organic compounds, including methane, the dehydrogen and methane, really intrigued the astrologists because h2 is likely being produced by the interaction of rock and hot water on Enceladus' sea floor suggesting that the moon has a deep sea hydrothermal vent or many of them hydrothermal vents the same type of environment that many believe led to life here on earth in addition the h2 provides energy for some of earth's microbes that produce methane from carbon dioxide Something very similar could be happening on Enceladus because they have found large amounts of carbon dioxide and methane in these plumes as well. So what they're saying basically is a perfect storm of what they believe was the cradle of life here on Earth appears to be happening on the seafloor of this icy moon uh, or icy ring here on the saturn's moons pretty interesting stuff and, and good info from this probe that's been going around so 100 uh, just uh, life out there possibly exciting
2: 100 percent. even more exciting like you're absolutely right tweak that uh what you're uh what you're talking about is 100 percent true that the methane dihydrogen and carbon uh dioxide are all signs of the hydrothermal vents on Earth. But the difference is that the levels of methane far exceed what we get from hydrothermal vents on Earth. So the only reason why scientists can figure out like either a there's something weird going on there which we don't have on Earth or b this is evidence of not only hydrothermal vents but methogenics methogenesis is a well i mean there's two types of methogenesis there's geothermal and biomethogenesis biomethogenesis are the single cell organisms or and and in some cases multi-cell organisms that like you just said was believed to be the original like life forms on earth uh, that that we all evolved from eventually and if It's like if the math holds up and it's like, okay, this is proof that there's either A, something on Enceladus that we don't have on Earth, or B, that is the vents and the metagenesis, that would be, okay, there is absolutely life on Enceladus at that point. Now, we have missions that are going back. We've got the... the, Oh, what is it? The, the 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 European Space the ESA, they have a a thing on uh that's that's going back. That's going to try to collect direct samples from the geyser plume from the spray and that would be amazing. That would give us some actual detailed information. Um Wolf, you
1: had something? So with, with the possibility of life on Enceladus, um, the thought that I immediately had was this would be a great way to test uh, panspermia, i.e. we send a probe there, collect a sample, look and see what happens when we look for DNA, and if the DNA is similar to things we have on Earth, then that brings up a whole bunch of interesting questions about life. That it does.
2: And you had something on Katie's. Um, oh, it was just the um, what the aurora were. It's
1: uh, So you have the high-energy particles coming in from the sun. They hit the magnetosphere of the Earth, and they follow the magnetic lines of force down, which brings them into the atmosphere. And when those particles interact with gas molecules, not unlike how a neon sign works, the gas molecules will then emit light. And that's how we get Aurora.
3: Absolutely. Uh, Roy, you're up. Yeah. So continuing our coverage of farts in space, uh, a group of scientists may have just pinpointed the location on Mars of another mysterious source of methane, a gas most often produced by microbes. And NASA's, here's the exciting part, NASA's Curiosity rover could be right on top of it. So methane blips have pinged on Curiosity's detection systems six times since the rover landed in Mars's Gale Crater in 2012, but scientists weren't able to find a source for them. Now, with a new analysis, researchers uh, may have traced the methane to its origin. The findings point to an active emission region uh, to the west and southwest of the Curiosity rover on the northwestern crater floor. Um, This is what they wrote in their paper. It's quite a coincidence that they selected a landing site for Curiosity that happens to be located next to an active methane emission site. So this prospect is thrilling for scientists, as almost all of the methane in Earth's atmosphere has biological origins, according to researchers, so that a signature on Mars could be a key signpost for finding life on the ostensibly desolate planet. And even if it's being produced by non-biological processes, it could point to geological activity closely tied to the presence of liquid water. Uh, obviously a vital gradient for past or present life to thrive. Uh, Curiosity detected the methane blips through an instrument called the tunable laser spectrometer, which is capable of detecting trace quantities of the gas at less than one half part per billion, or about the quantity of a pinch of salt dropped into an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Uh, The methane spikes that led the team to the potential source were registered at roughly 10 parts per billion. Uh, So though we don't Still don't know whether the methane comes from tiny life forms. Um, The detectable lifespan of methane is only 330 years. After this, it's completely destroyed by exposure to sunlight. This means that whatever produced the methane could still be producing it today. So their next job will be to find out what is that something.
2: Uh, I think that talix001 in the chat has the answer. Guys, it's invisible farting cows. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rain, bring it on home.
6: And reporting from Space News in Washington, D.C., NASA is seeking proposals for a progress to support the development of commercial space stations, even as funding for that effort is in jeopardy in Congress. NASA published a request for proposals on the 12th of July for its Commercial Low Earth Orbit Development Program. That effort, announced earlier this year, will provide funding for initial studies of commercial space stations that could ultimately be used by NASA and other customers. Proposals are due to the agency by the 26th of August. NASA also expects to award between two and four Space Act agreements to support those studies, with up to $400 million in funding available from fiscal years 2022 through 2025. NASA also anticipates a second phase of the program to start in 2026, where the agency would certify commercial space stations for use by both NASA payloads
2: and astronauts. Hell yes. I dig it. I'm a big fan. All right. Our discussion topics. Elite Dangerous. Uh, as much as it hurts me personally, Kai, the guy who does a new show about space games, uh, Frontier needs to just stop talking and do it. An- uh, no Man's Sky, and j- just do a Hello Games, and just just say nothing else, and just get it done. Star Citizen, I gave you some tips on stuff, and and told you to just just get it get get it going, um, and also told you to not make it your only game long term. Right now, while it's in alpha phase, make it your only game. For a while and then when you get to the point where you're getting frustrated have another game and come back to it but don't give up on it because eventually it's it's getting there and each patch it's getting farther along no man's sky the discussion topic was it's not really a space game, but so what? It's the best planetary explore planets everywhere game. As, as Roy so beautifully said, it's like a love letter to planets or whatever it was. He said a thing. It was really smart and it was good. He also said, or not he also said, but I said, it's also the best building game I've ever seen. You can build anything. It's so good. Uh, which takes us to States of the games. I am going to be kind and not rate elite this week. Star Citizen with patch 3.14 in PTU wave 1 about to hit PTU wave 2 soon, about to hit all of our grubby little hands cuz we want it. We want it. We want to <coughs> slap that vein and get it in there. Also, right now as we're speaking, Xenothreat mark 2 is happening people are testing Xenothreat uh on i, I think it's what do you call it uh it's uh, wave one yeah they're playing that shit while they're listening to us go get it i'm i'm so jelly because okay people who did Xenothreat wave one and they were like ah xeno kind of sucked you're right it did kind of suck because they were figuring it out they were getting the tech the thing that sucked about Xenothreat Wave 1, which the dev stated perfect, like the frontier, not the frontier, the, the CIG dev stated, they said, yeah, it kind of sucked because we were getting, we were figuring it out and we kind of miscalibrated. Wave 1 was, okay, for the next two, three days, over and over and over, it's fix this Idris, fix this Idris, or was it an Idris? What was it, it that ship called? Javelin. Uh, Javelin class yeah, destroyer, yeah. yeah. Fix the javelin. Fix the javelin. Get the boxes. Fix the javelin. Fix the javelin. Fix the javelin. And then, like three days later, it was like, okay, now it's go with the javelin and fight the idris. That kind of sucked. They, but they were figuring it out. This is their. This was their first one, guys. But now for Xenothreat Wave Two, Xenothreat Mark Two. Now they're like, okay, here's the way it works. Fix the javelin. Fix the javelin. Javelin is fixed. Ten minutes later, javelin jumps. You're going with it. You're in the fight. It's 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 all one thing now. That's so great. I want it. I remember me and uh, um, Ben Moss Woodward, Commander Edelweiss of Lave Radio. We went around and we were like, "Okay, we're scan. We found the boxes. We're getting the stuff." And then we're, and then it's like, <clears throat> "Oh, we got to wait a couple of days for the next phase." But not anymore. When this hits the regular thing i'm doing it we're gonna load up that javelin me roy katie wolf and tweaked we're gonna fucking jump that with that javelin and we're gonna go fuck up an idris yes we are uh lady rain by the way i wanted to point out that the
6: javelin class destroyer that you're assisting is known as the uees warhammer and this with xenothreat version 2 which is on the ptu right now it's amazing um is part of CIG's development process where they want the events like this to be happening in Star Citizen at random, depending on what the players do, and at <laughs> least once every every couple weeks, they want something new. Uh, so after Zeno Threat, we'll get the Nine Tails Lockdown, which is another pirate organization that will lock a space station down at random, and we'll have to either fight with them or fight to
2: support them. And more importantly... so. It's, there are three events that we know of. There are many more events that are coming, but there are three events that we know of. The first event we know of is Xenothreat, or Xenothreat, depending on how you want to say it. The second event that we know of is Ninetales. Ninetales is a PvP-designated event. You either fight on the side of Ninetales, which is the criminal organization, or you fight on the side of the UEE or, or Crusader, uh, one of the two, I, I think it's Crusader, and so you're fighting for the government or for the mob, and you're fighting each other. So it's me shooting down Katie, Katie shooting down Roy, Roy shooting down me, everybody versus everybody. It's an orgy of violence and fun and goodness. And then the third event, which we have very little details on yet, is called Infiltrator. We know a couple of things on it, not much. But all of these things are, are, are like, good and in-depth and next week we're going to have a talk about tony z's thing where he got into how the dynamic mission system is going to work like literally with quanta if you do a lot of missions of x remember roy we had a talk a while back where i was talking about like oh my god i wish they would just instead of having a gold mine and elite all the time i wish they would adjust oh we got too much titanium we got not enough mm. low temperature diamonds That's what they're doing with this Quanta thing. If they have too much of A, A becomes less valuable, and B and C are more valuable. Same with missions, same with there's too many pirates here, therefore we're going to send more cops. Oh, there's too many cops here, therefore the taxes are too high, therefore smuggling can't happen. Oh, then the cops go away. Like It's all a big, balanced thing, and I love it. Uh, State of the game for Star Citizen, I'm giving it a a 9.5 out of 10. Get that you lose that half a point because of you know thirty ks and this that and the other, but it's in alpha. You gotta expect it. That's still a great fucking score. My state of the game right now for No Man's Sky is I give it a thirty out of ten because uh, I'm in that honeymoon phase hardcore, and I'll fall out of it probably in a couple of weeks. But for now, it's just what it is. It's Christina Hendricks, and I can't get enough. Katie. Give us your rating of the state of the games, whichever you choose to give.
5: Um I'm gonna say with Elite Dangerous, it's a six out of ten because the potential for Elite Dangerous is always there. Mm. The gameplay the gameplay exists already. I for me at least Frontier, I've got to fix the bugs with, with, with Odyssey and fix the bugs with uh, with the performance. The gameplay is there. They just need to make it accessible for us. Mm. Then on Sky, I've not played <laughs> I've not played very much of it, but what I've played I've really enjoyed. I'd give that an 8 out of 10 easily. Nice. And Star Citizen, I am biased here because I'm still in my honeymoon period with Star yes. Citizen. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, only because and only, it doesn't get a 10, because there are bugs in the game. They will interrupt your gameplay from time to time. And also, as someone who... For me, the on foot is more compelling the part of the game. I cannot wait for, plot, for encounters and combat on the surface of planets, not just underground, it's not just in bunkers and caves.
3: It's coming. Those
5: are my ratings.
3: <laughs> All right. Roy, rate your games. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'll start with the lead. I'll give it a score. I'm I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. I think they're on the bubble and and uh uh David needs to do something more than a half measure post to save the ship. Um, They they really need to pull it out of something. Yes, there's all kinds of fun gameplay. I've played it for you know uh, what, close to 3,000 hours, and it's. um, I really hope they pull it out of the fire, but they're in the fire, and someone's got to do something dramatic. Um, Star Citizen, I'll I'll give it a nine out of ten as well. I'm in the honeymoon as well. There's a few bugs, but I've you know I've had fun with some of the bugs. Bizarrely enough, they've created weird emergent gameplay, so uh, no complaints right now. I'm sure it'll be short-lived, and we'll see We'll see how I feel about it in you know, 6 or 8 or 10 or 12 or 14 or 180 days or whatever when maybe I finally get to the end of some of these loops. Okay. But it's all awesome right now. Uh, no Man's Sky, I'm not going to score right now. I haven't played it in a couple weeks. I loved it when I was in it, but I can't gloom myself yet, so there's that. Tweaked. Well... Uh, Elite Dangerous, I got to
4: give it, I'll give it at a two at this point in time. Odyssey is a mess. Even fixing the bugs is not enough. The gameplay, the design is just faulty at this point in time. And what they've done to the console community is almost unforgivable, in my opinion. So, a very low score on Elite for me. And I hate to say that because there's very few games I've ever loved as much as I've loved Elite Dangerous, and I hate to see what's happened to it. Stars or or, uh, No Man's Sky, I'll give that a seven because it works when I want it to. I can go have fun. I can forget about other things. I can just find cool things to look at, colorful plants and flowers, dig holes underground, animals, you name it. I can have a good time with it, and it always works, and it's smooth. Star Citizen, I'm not in game yet, obviously, but I'm very much looking forward to it. I cannot remember the last time I was this excited for a game period even even way back when when we thought odyssey could really do some amazing things for elite i don't think i was excited for that as i am for star citizen just because i've seen i've seen all the streams i've seen you guys i've seen my (coughs) friends from opix playing star citizen doing things that i've been waiting to do in video games for so long i am excited and ecstatic to get into that as soon as that pc arrives so i'm giving that a 10 just for the scope the sheer scope and playability the things that you can do in that game right now
2: i just noticed we have nine thumbs down in youtube i never asked this but i'm going to do it this time if you want to say go fuck yourself to the little white knights who can't stand hearing the truth and you want to stand up for like hey have whatever feelings you have you've heard us criticize uh no man's sky you've heard us criticize star citizen here if you want to stand up against that, just throw a thumbs up here to, to say, you know, whatever. Thank you so much. Uh, Lady Rain, rate the games.
6: Well, uh, as somebody who's been with Star Citizen, the whole 10 years of the project, I'm going to still, to this day, give it a 10 out of 10. And the reason being, watching you all fall in love with it makes me love it even more. As for No Man's Sky, a short 170 hours of gameplay there. You've all convinced me to reinstall and head back there, too. So that's happening. Uh, And as for Elite, I'm going to be Captain Contrarian 0. I refunded Odyssey and walked away, and I don't intend to go back. Um, Sorry for those that... You know, people have said on the Reddits, I've been called all kinds of names and attacked. I've only got 500 hours in Elite, so I don't matter. My opinion's irrelevant or whatever. Um, no, I'm done. I'm not going back. Sorry, Frontier, you lost me. Um, and you would have to do a lot. You would have to do a lot to get me back, and it's not going to happen. And last but not least, 10 out of 10 for Square Enix's award-winning MMORPG Final Fantasy 14 with
2: a free trial, including the award-winning's Heavensward expansion. You should try it. Oh yeah I uh, I played it all the way through and I had like six classes through heaven's Word complete uh, I ran the fucking uh, um, market on uh, na Exodus server uh, under the same name Kaizen the Lalafell God and then I got into elite and fell hard into space games and was like eh, I need to take a break from this because I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy. Um thank you guys for like the last for the, in the last like whatever minute like 20 or 30 people clicked on the like thank you. Um Wolf rate the games brother. So I've only
1: played Elite and I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. I've been playing, you know, Odyssey mode, but I've been playing the Horizons content of of Odyssey mode. The game's prettier, yeah, it runs a little slow but I can still do all the things I want except for going to the goddamn crystal shard forest and actually finding things that I need. Mm. I'll go back to horizons for that. Um, I've actually got a uh, thing to schedule with uh, a couple of players. Lady rain is definitely on the top of that list for figuring out a key binds for elite refugees to make that process just that little bit easier, especially with the changes that are to come with 314 when it goes live. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Uh, can't really give it a score yet, but um, the fact that the information is much more readily available, uh, I'm already looking higher hopes than what I have with Elite. Because when I started Elite, just getting the key binds that was a day of suck, and I do not want to go through that again. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, uh 100% what I'm seeing in the chat. Yes, Lady Rain is right to have her opinions. If she loved Elite, she'd be right. If she doesn't like Elite, she's right. She's a customer. She paid money for it. I did love it. it. Yeah. She put but I mean like there's nothing there's no opinion you can have that's not right. It's your opinion. It's all it, you know what I mean? Like, So for anybody on the forums or anywhere else to tell you your opinion isn't valid because you don't have this or you don't have that or because you play Star Citizen or because you X, Y, and Z is completely fucking bullshit. You paid your money. You have the right to your opinion, period. Um, Alright. I love you guys. You're awesome. Uh, the, the opening song was dedicated to No Man's Sky because it just makes me so happy and the closing song is dedicated to frontier and those of you who know who speak french will understand it and those of you who don't you got google translate uh, oh one last thing all of you people that you beautiful people that are in the southern hemisphere whether you're in australia or whether you are in south america or what have you new zealand whatever the colsac nebula is actually very, visible in the night sky with uh, a telescope easily but even with binoculars as a dark fuzzy cloud which is where it got its name Colsac nebula for those of you elite players you'll know you know that's kind of an important area in the game lately and i just thought i would share that with you guys go go outside and if you live in the southern hemisphere yeah there you go little ted too good day from sydney you can actually see the Coalsack Nebula in the sky. So yeah, enjoy. Uh, this is for Frontier. And uh, all of you guys that are listening, if you want, come join the Elite Week Discord and chat with us because as soon as the song is done, we're going to put, put the link in the, in the chat. As soon as the song is done, we're going to be hanging out there in the after party to just shoot the shit and party with you all. So good night, everybody.
0: qui frappe à ma porte Me parle des amours mortes Devant le feu qui s'éteint Ce soir C'est une chanson de Dans la maison qui frissonne Et je pense au jour loin Que reste-t-il de nos amours Que reste-t-il de ces beaux jours Une photo, vieille photo de ma jeunesse
2: don't forget people Roy said the first three people that join us in discord chat he's gonna make out with a